podcast. I'm in Max, 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 pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello, and welcome to season Ooh. twenty-two, episode five of Happy Jack's RPG podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. This is Happy, and I'm Abria. And hello, everyone. Hello. Did you have a good week? Hello. Pretty darn yeah. good. Excellent. No complaints. Hanging in there. Tappy had a week. No, I do. I have no <laughs> idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we, you're like, are we telling truths here? <laughs> In this episode of Happy Jack's yeah. RPG Podcast, Michael in Wisconsin asks about other sources of drama, specifically in fights, but also in other sources without fights. Uh, Joe Crack sends a response to last week's episode and a horror story, mm-hmm. and Leatherneck sends us a horror story Ooh. with a lesson. Mm-hmm. But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. And we need emails. Please. Because we have some. Emails then. But we need more. Or else I can just talk about whatever I want. Right. If you guys don't want that because that'll be a six hour episode. Oh, they <laughs> don't mind that, hon. The people with long commutes <laughs> love that shit. Still write emails because Tapio still talk. And if you'd I'll talk like about things you want me to talk about yeah. rather than bullshit. Right. <laughs> and if you'd like to follow us on the social medias, mm-hmm. we're on me- media. Media? Medium. Medium? Media. Medium Medias? is one. Media is more than one, yeah. right? Okay. Social media. Don't you even say the second word, though? It's cooler. Just be yeah. like, catch me on social. Or you could just say it's social. What they, it's what the you say. Ute. Yeah. I'm not a ute. ute. Yeah. <laughs> what is a ute? Remember that? Yeah, like cousin Vinny. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I, was I know it's fantastic. Uh, we're on ha- we're, we're on Twitter. And <laughs> we're on Happy Jacks. We're on. Ha- we are technically on Happy Jacks. Boom. We're on Twitter and Instagram and the Facebook mm-hmm. face no, sorry, face bag and book of faces. I think that's it. Happy Jacks RPG, all one word. Isn't there Insta too? I said Instagram. Yeah, oh, he did. Cool. Did I? He just didn't call it Insta. Super hard. It was yeah. like yeah. I don't even know the whole Instagram. word anymore. Like, I like, no one I like, does. No one says whole words anymore. Yeah. I like yeah. to, to like call. Totes. I like to call all of them yeah. um, uh, by their word with the article "the" in front of it, plural. Yeah, oh. that is the best the way because then people know you're talking about something on the internet, and people know that you're sure. the internet approaching yeah. forty. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say like your grandma. Uh, yes, like you, you oh. go shopping at the Walmart. Well, actually, would be, be amazing is you put the word "program" after it instead of making it. Uh, uh, plural. The Twitter's so program. The Twitter program. <laughs> oh. So I had a client oh. back when I was teaching Pilates who I was oh. telling her about we were recording one of our CDs. And she was like, oh, is your band on the Google program? And no. I said, yes. Yes, we are. Oh, good. Well, I will find you on the Google program. Oh. My dad would call it Well, it was created by programmers. He's super yes. sweet. Yeah. So, so on, on the Instagram program, Yes. Right, uh, and if you want to watch the show live, you can do so by going to happyjacks.org/live. Use your internet program to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and your computing device. And your computing device. Just the back of my head is just a millennial screen right now. Like, <laughs> stop! You need to stop. Oh, love it. Never, never. Our first email. Other sources of drama from Michael in Wisconsin. The land of cows? Is that the milk? Is cheese. The cheese. Yeah. Cheese. cheese people. Yeah, so I assume cows. That's where cheese oh, you would have. From. Yeah, well, or must goats. they import yeah. the milk? Oh man, can you imagine just Wisconsin just full of goats? 
No. It would like, be it would be like Goat Simulator. Have you seen Goat Simulator? <laughs> yes. That's so good. My kids started playing that, and they kept playing. I'm like, well, what do you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and my son had like found some satanic goat temple and became some sort of devil goat thing. And I'm like, oh uh, yeah, like you do. <laughs> the people against goodness and normalcy. <laughs> what, what is that movie? Dragnet. Dragnet. That's right. Nope. Do you remember that? Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Pagan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it was Normalcy. Yes. It, yeah. It, it was... Uh, normalcy. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. And, um... Uh, Not Dan Aykroyd. I can never no, it's, remember. No, it's the guy who's Forrest Gump and shit. What's his name? Tom Hanks. Oh, really? it was! Yeah. You're right, it was. Yeah. The guy who's Forrest Gump and shit. <laughs> I can't believe you forgot the name of America's dad, Tom Hanks. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd did. Uh, I, I don't even remember the, the, the original name of the character from Dragnet, the series. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, I forget. But Uncle he, Joe is what is Joe something? He was a <laughs> the, the, he was an FBI detective, and he always talked like this. And he had a very straight voice, and he would talk, and he would deliver his lines in the exact same monotone. Oh, that sounds amazing! And this right? is what America is about. It's about <laughs> God and apple pie and goodness and. Yeah. And awesome. so, so Dan, and Dan Aykroyd nails it. Like, does it completely straight? Yeah. Whereas Damn Tom Hanks friend. is like the young, like hip guy. Right. This is how old it is. Yeah. <laughs> you all yeah. cannot. It's an alternate reality. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I'm in a time yeah. warp. Get out of here. What's the first president you remember? I'm not going to ask how old you are. I'm just going to ask. Uh, what the first one I have any recollection of, like a little bit of Bush. First, first or second? One? Yeah. Okay, no, I'm like, <laughs> Thank you. I'm like, that was so good. No, I feel like I was culturally. No, I really only remember Clinton. If I'm being okay. Surprised. All right. Like I know I was around for Bush, but okay. I don't remember. All right. First one. Yeah. yeah. I don't either. <laughs> first person I remember first, was Nixon. My my first Shut memory. Up. Yeah. My first memory is totally totally Clinton. Harrison. Oh really? Yeah. 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 I, I I remember watching uh, the Watergate hearings. Wow. wow. I was six. Dope. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was born in 66. But but nice. you watched the water. It was because they were on TV. It was not because you were I, like, I Mommy, Daddy, down, like, can I please watch Mommy, Daddy, the water? can you please turn on the yeah. news? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can I please watch Walter Cronkite or whoever that guy was back then? Probably was Walter okay. Cronkite still. He was on for a long time. Yeah. He was on he was. from 1847. Yeah. Yeah. Until 1978. <laughs> yeah, that's when Harrison was the 136 yeah. years. Perfect. He was the anchor of for TV. CBS News. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's all Futurama style. Yeah. Head in the jar. Head in the jar. Just yeah. waiting for the 22nd century. Living a life of dignified yeah. contemplation. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part from that. So good. All right. Uh, that was a visual. I was like... Yeah. When, they, when they sprinkle the fish food, yeah. well, we got oh, it. I'm, and this is for the people <laughs> listening on the oh, pod, the listening peeps. Other sources of drama from Michael in Wisconsin, dear Stu and the Happy Jacks crew. During a recent episode, you said something that rang a bit hollow to me. <gasps> no. That if character death wasn't the stakes of a fight, there couldn't be drama in the fight. I think maybe the thing that need that is needed is better stakes setting. Can you discuss other things that can be a sources of drama in conflict, even physical ones? At the moment, I am drawing a blank beyond martial arts tournament flicks like the Karate Kid. 
school, uh, Connecticut School of Movies, and various martial arts movies. But I assume there have been other storytelling tools and structures that include fights, but not a real risk of death, thank you, Michael, in Wisconsin. Now, if, you're, if it's an actual honest fight, this is my opinion, the risk of death should be one of the things. Because if mm-hmm. you're actually, if two people are going at each other with sharpened swords, the risk of death is real. Mm-hmm. And that should be a component. It doesn't have to be the first one, though. And go ahead, because well, you're going to say the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm going to say that. something different. Okay, all right, go ahead. If, if death isn't on the table, it's not a fight, it's a game. Or a sparring match so, or whatever. So yeah, yeah it, like, exactly. Uh, a boxing what? match is a not- game. Right? All right. Like, have you guys it ever been in rules. fights before? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. When you're in like an actual fight, uh-huh. like death can actually happen. Right. Yeah, but, but right? death comes for us all yeah. at every point. Yeah. But I've been in a fight where I'm like, yes. I need to just make you honor, stop. Honor, reputation. But it's not a death thing. Like, yes. But when you're at, okay, so this guy once got in my face. At a mm-hmm. uh, at a Denny's when I was there with my friend Scrappy. Fucking Denny's. That was your first and, <laughs> Scrappy yeah. and Scrappy. So Scrappy, get the fuck Scrappy out. Scrappy was this woman who she used to roll with the sharks. So skinheads without racial racial prejudice. Right. Like she is someone who has curbed somebody. You, you didn't know that. That's didn't probably know before your time. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. No, it was well, totally a thing. Yeah. It was totally a yeah. thing. I mean, it's good to know that they clarified. When I was in high school, mm-hmm. there were actually yeah. s- several of those guys. Um, and. Um, so this guy got in my face and she went back and got her tire iron and put it in her bomber jacket and went around behind them. And if it wasn't for the fact <laughs> that I like pulled away and tried my very, very best to defuse to defuse it, right. it guy would have gotten his skull cracked open. Like hundred yeah. percent would have gotten his skull cracked open because she thought I was gonna die. Mm. Um, and that's like the kind of fights we're talking about. Like in school, like in school fights and stuff, there are there are threats where you're not going to bring it to death. And right. there's, I mean, right? But I mean, even, even but in, in, ca- in any fight that starts with anger or something like that, mm-hmm. there's always the risk it could elevate into a deadly fight. Right. Someone pulls out a knife. But like risk but versus that intention. Happens, yeah. Well, yes. Is a big yes. Thing. But you're yeah. saying that you don't think you can have dramatic tension without death? No. Because not at all. I don't think okay. that at all. Um, but I'm saying I, I'm trying to put a thing here on what is a game and what is a fight. And I would even say that school fights themselves are even more of a game. There are even like most of them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There were um, the kid gangs in. Uh, oh, I probably should say, but they would stab each other in non-vital places. Like that like was kind the of the rule, like in the like arm and shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when they pull out a knife, they would they wouldn't intentionally try and kill each other. That right. was like the deal that was done. They're not they going to try to slice your liver up. open or yeah. right or or stick it in the neck. Yeah, um, but even that, there's rules in play um, that are defined for a reason, right. and you can have that and have death not be on the thing. Like sure. you can have a school fight and you're beating somebody up because you don't like them and humiliate. Humiliating them in front of the school. I mean, we can like move past school fights, but yeah. like, but most bar fights are not fights to the death. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think but the stakes the can be there because yeah. you can have non-violent, like con, like, or non-lethal combat over something that's dramatic and like, I don't know. I think there's like a lot of scenarios, and I've played in a bunch of scenarios mm-hmm. where like 
my character, I played a character that didn't know how like best to communicate, and getting into a fight was the like the only impetus to like that's how be you able to have those like conversations at the end <laughs> yep. while you're both like blood on, bloody on the ground. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> Heavy Metal just said in the chat room, it's like high school fights can be threats of social death. Yeah. Sure. So that's, that's why it's like it doesn't have to always have physical death yeah. ramifications to have tension mm-hmm. or consequences that are dramatic or heightened sure, depending right. on the scenario that leads up to the fight. I, I think we're also when when Sue and I are talking about fights I think in this situation that's when like people have swords out yeah, or guns like out. Yeah, like weapons. Right? <coughs> that's a fair point. As, as opposed you can to assume any fight where there's a gun is going is to be risking death. And so Unless like at, at <laughs> East Jesus I used guns. to <laughs> like for a while I carried a 45 mm-hmm. on me, a 45 revolver and I stopped doing it because of the potential for things to escalate, sure, you know, and nobody else was nobody was bringing a gun to where we were, so I stopped wearing it because all it's going to do is do bad stuff, um, and so I end up getting in physical well, applications it, with people. Any t- any anytime there's going to be any kind of real conflict, it's almost a signal that I'm willing to escalate, right? Yeah. Or it can be taken even if you don't right. intend that it can uh-huh. be taken that way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even wearing like a big Bowie knife, sure. Um, is is a th- is a threat of that, and once it escalates to that, then badness reigns supreme. Right. Very true. You're, yeah. So, but I mean, uh, as far as why other reasons why people fight, either than to kill someone or to not be killed. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other? You mentioned social death, mm-hmm. like social status bar, or bar fights. Yeah, yeah and even bar which fights. is very often a social. It is a thing. Yeah. thing. Or I would think about something like an L five R, where yeah, ultimately there could be character death, but maybe what's at stake is even bigger than character death. Oh, it's you fight, like in, you fight honor, for honor, right? You fight for exactly, honor all the time and if you're it. fighting for the honor of your daimyo That's or your mostly what bar fights are, yeah. Your drunken honor, like yeah. I will defend it. Oh, I think oh. a lot of a lot of bar fights are. Sort of intertwined with a lot of times with a ba- mating ritual too. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I mean, no. that's where comes from. Um, I mean, that's where my fight comes from. One of the things, <coughs> one of the things um, that happens a lot in my neighborhood is people get pissed off because they they feel disrespected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ends up causing a lot of <coughs> trouble and bullets. The losing of stuff. face, bullets. basically. Right. The, the, uh, well, not even like that perception of it of you disrespected me. Because right. of this, even if no one else is around, like right. Th- there's also um, the establishing of a pecking order. Mm-hmm. I, I recently reread Starship Troopers again, and there's a scene where yeah. Rico is uh, section leader of his unit, uh, even though he is a junior sergeant to this other character, Ace, who is in charge of his platoon <coughs> and he's given him shit in the field even though section leader's kind of senior to the platoon leaders and he says you know what we should go check out the, the men's room and make sure it's clean and the two of them go in there and beat the crap out of oh each man, other oh man I thought you were going to say have sex no <laughs> it's not monster heart it sounds the same from outside and they, and they basically beat yeah. the crap they beat the crap out of each other yeah. Rico is knocked out the other guy wakes him up and says you need to hit me and he hits him and he says 
okay, all right, Sergeant, I understand, and he walks out of the room. But, the, the, I mean, that, that, that sort of pecking order or social order in a lot of situations. It happens in sports a lot, too. I've I been bet. in, like, pre, like, I mean, I did sports my whole life, and, like, every time you have, like, a new team dynamic, there's always that, like, the little jostling that, like, starts to threaten a fight, just because anything, I think, with, like, a physicality to it and, like, a not clearly delineated social order, like, just find the biggest volleyball player in the yard and just, fight them for well. dominance. Like, it's kind of a weird thing that happened. Yeah. Like, I was a freshman and I like, went in and, like, started a fight because I wanted to be the captain, like, <laughs> the court captain. Which is what you do. It's I what lost you do. the fight. Don't worry. Aww. I wasn't tall enough. <laughs> Sports are crazy. You weren't tall Sports enough? Yeah, no, I was, I was shorter by two inches. Are you serious? And tried to pick a fight with a girl that was like three years older than me. Oh, ouch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've had cred. <coughs> <laughs> like, that's like when you're yeah. supposed to be like, you're in the yard and you're in. I didn't have to do all the normal, like, freshman shit after that. Yeah. They were like, she's no, ballsy. See, that's what they Dumb tell you ballsy. when you're in prison <laughs> or you're, like, you go pick a fight mm-hmm. with the biggest guy. Sports are kind of like prison. Yeah. They really like, are. <laughs> like, you're bonkers. So then they stay the fuck away from you. What if there are other stakes besides, I guess, uh, besides physical, you know, like death? Because, like you said, death is on, if death is on the table, um, but, like, uh, <coughs> I don't know, you were, you were talking about um, Starship Troopers, and if you're talking combat and wars and any sort of where you're fighting for territory or you're fighting to hold your ground and maybe oh, sure. you have something that represents that that's more in your fictional game that represents that kind of gaining or loss of, of status or power or territory, mm-hmm. um, that can have uh, total like dramatic consequences. Versus <coughs> I'm having trouble visualizing what you mean. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm thinking like a Game of Thrones type of thing. Well, or like, even like ha- Hamburger Hill. The taking yeah, of the hill. Exactly. It's a strategic point that you have to have. And we right. need to yeah. take right. this hill. Yes, people are going to yeah. die taking it. Death is not the stakes. Yeah. The stakes is do we take the hill and gain the strategic or tactical yeah. advantage, or do we not and mm-hmm. get slaughtered? Yeah. Or in in a f- fantasy setting, you could have that, and it's represented by, I don't know, dude who got his eyes crushed out by the mountain, you know, <laughs> where it yeah. was like some sort oh, of the sword dancer. kissing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's so badass. So Wait, I know, Oberyn, right? right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Over yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There you go. He's fucking best. So yeah. good. I know. <laughs> One was good in the mountain. No. Oh. <laughs> was, he, was he though? It's just because he taunted him. Yeah. Uh. Frankenstein Mountain. Yeah, he shouldn't have. Scary. He shouldn't have gloated. You he finished the gloated. job. Right. Yeah. And then Double you tap. Gloat. Then you gloat. Thank you. <laughs> we need shirts that say advice. that. Double tap. Then, then you, you gloat. gloat. Yeah. <laughs> happy, happy Jack's RPG. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I will gloat to a corpse. I don't think that feels any less bad. <laughs> um. Oh, someone asked how many times I'm going to read Starship yeah. Troopers until I can recite it. That's why I said forever because it's one of your <laughs> favorite it's your books. It's of your all favorite book. Yeah. 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 I don't think I have. A f- I wish I had a favorite book. That would be cool. I like The Stranger by Albert Camus. Mm. I read The Stranger oh, yeah. in college. I, I read love The Stranger, Stranger in college yeah. as well. It had the coolest cover. It looked like a David yeah. Bowie video yeah. from yeah. the late 70s. It feels like a David oh, Bowie man. video from the late 70s. <laughs> what I love, <laughs> I shoot, love is a consequence. God, yeah. Oh, love, yeah, love. absolutely. Other, those other uh, sort of basic general you know, rivalries, gut, yeah, right, yeah. like that hit you in the gut 
But I mean, to me, when I when I, when I originally read the email, the first thing I thought of was, oh, oh yeah, L five R honor, because mm-hmm. yep. honor is more important than life. Yep, true. Um, unless you're Scorpio, <coughs> then it's really duty. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> duty. <laughs> All right. Uh, is that enough? Is that enough? Uh, I, I yeah, think so. Go. I mean, uh, were there any other types of conflict that were being discussed other than just uh, we were? It was specifically we talk talking about. about Combat, but okay. it, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of, uh, I mean, you, you oh, con- for sure, kind of conflict for almost mm-hmm. anything. Well, absolutely, you could even have uh, environmental uh, drama happening, but that you have some sort of fight or conflict, but you have to be done with it and survive to address some other behind the scenes. Oh, like the, like, like a bomb's going to go off, or there's or, some sort of natural disaster happening. Or there's a natural, and, yeah, right, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like somehow you get roped into this fight and you're going to have to do this fight you can't just walk away from it but you really need your more pressing uh, issue is the thing that's happening off screen to get on the boat and go through the yeah. lava yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I know I'm thinking about all those horrible movies that I can't remember the names of oh you mean like um, uh, nope everyone's brave yeah. swap them out yeah the, the two ones where the asteroid hits the earth and Deep the one impact. with the free oh thank you the desolation oh, of smog. The animals on Never the heard of it. Never heard of it. When he's th- that's the second Hobbit movie. There's wait. There's there's what? a Hobbit movie. Weird. Yeah. I bet there's they weren't three. very good. <laughs> so well, no, I will exist. fight you on the first one. I literally have not seen any. We've of talked about Far this. Over I, I mean, yeah. the misty mountain. No, that's first a one was yeah. amazing. I love that movie. I will say, second one got worse, and the third one got terrible. Watching it with the increased frame rate was really disconcerting. I don't go idea. in for those sorts of things. I don't like 3D I either. I actually prefer if it's black and white. <laughs> <laughs> actually, what really it should be is that if you have like the um, the little like projection from from the hole. Yeah. What was that? What was that called again? Uh, uh, the, the like a pinhole. Projector? Yeah, pinhole. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Nickelodeons. Right? Uh, oh, camera obscura. That's yeah. it. A yeah. camera obscura. That's it. Yeah. All right. yeah. Oh no! What's even better is French postcards. Right, <laughs> that's how you do it. But um, in nice. in uh, the desolation of smog, mm-hmm. Thorin rides in a metal boat through molten gold and isn't burnt to death. <laughs> I'm like magic. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, man. <laughs> well, it's only yeah, the hot is only where you touch and not above yeah. it, like heat. because yeah, metal's not a good conductor of heat. and also uh, it doesn't radiate out, radiate out mm-hmm. into no. the air around it. Which, that, yeah. The movie rules is yeah. the hot part of the fire is only the outline of the fire, right. Right. which is why you can be a quarter of an inch above it. Like, we oh, already no. have. That's why you can be on a rock, like floating in it. We already have dragons and dwarves, so you're supposed to just suspend your disbelief. Okay. I don't know. That, that, that's one of the things that bothers me. But I watched the, I, I talked about this last week, the extended versions of the second two films, mm. they were a little better. Mm. They weren't, I wouldn't, the third one is a long, boring fight scene. All I'm hearing is buzz, yeah. like, like a fuzz noise, because my brain's there like, a, there there's no Hobbit movie. No, there oh, is. Oh, I'm sorry, the first one the is first a good one's movie. Good. The first one's good. No, the, the only Hobbit yeah. movie is the cartoon one. No. No. Oh, oh, <laughs> those cartoons. No. They just look so scary. Icky. The first no. 13 like birds. Though. In pine wood trees. <laughs> oh, what do we do with the funny little things? Oh, what do we do with the funny little things? Are we supposed to have like a Happy <laughs> Jacks group, like Lord of the Rings Day? Yeah, I still haven't watched them. Yeah, all. it's in July or something. Okay. I've got them all on Amazon. We we could, I, I would totally yeah. host that. 
Because <laughs> I have the extended versions of the the two the second yep. two Hobbit ones. If you if, if someone wanted to watch those, because mm. there's actually um, Thorin Oakenshield's father is in uh, more scenes in the second movie when they go to the, the oh, big really? scary castle with the yeah. necromancer. Yeah. There's there, they cut around him. I think I, I only saw it in the theater once, obviously. Mm. I haven't they, seen any of them. They cut around. No him, they cut a, one and a half of them. They cut around him in the theatrical release, I think. But he's Weird. like all Oops. over it, and they're like trying to protect him during the fight with the with oh. all of the the orcs and stuff. Yeah. It's wow. crazy. I mean, I will watch them. It just requires like enough social pressure. Yeah. Right. See, this is the fight. It's yeah. the like social pressure fight. Yep. Um, I guess I better watch Lord of the Rings because I like RPGs and everything's high fucking fantasy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't like high fantasy. I am kind Not of. Jam. I'm over. But a hot enough. Is the Hobbit high I fantasy? Think, I think. Yes! I, can, yeah. I think I can run a high fantasy game. I think game it is. Like, I, I mean, so. I will. Like, I trust anyone to run a great game. Yeah. Because like we played in Jib's game too, and it's very good. Just conceptually, I feel like high well, fantasy. Well, I think. Is see, I mean, Lord of the Rings is definitely high fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is definitely like high sci-fi? fantasy. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if I would call the Hobbit that because the Hobbit, the movies are because. Because Gandalf leaves all the time yeah. in The Hobbit. He does. In the, the movies, you see what he's doing. And he's like doing big wizardly things, which is by definition high fantasy yeah. stuff. But the book itself, I don't I don't know if I would call it high fantasy. Because it's about a the Hobbit that's never are. held a sword before. Yeah, but like the environment is... We are okay, so yes. off the yeah. thread of yeah. what we're talking about. But I do. <laughs> I will say, I like The Hobbit, the book. I just never got into Lord of the Rings. I couldn't. I couldn't. I got robes and elves. I got almost. I almost got through two towers. (laughs) I never read Return of the King. Okay, sweet. Because I, I just like. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, that guy does not pay. It's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I've said that before, Um, and and actually had people rage quit the show because I said that. That Tolkien doesn't know how to pace his stories. Really? A lot of complaining about home, especially The Hobbit. It's like, <laughs> oh my God, there's like nine pages yeah. about complaining about home. Okay, I, I know exactly what his larder looks like now. <laughs> I mean, I like, I my life goal is to have a Hobbit larder. Like, mm. it's well, so good. If, if right? you went through World War One, yeah, a Hobbit, Hobbit larder is all you were thinking of. Oh, sure, that's true. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. there is <coughs> mind kept on going to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay. So thank you, thank you, Michael from Wisconsin for the Thanks, email. Michael. Enjoy but, your cast. Yeah. Very provocative. All right. <laughs> uh, response to twenty two oh four and a horror story from Joe Crack. Who would like to read Joe Crack's email? Uh, I will read Joe Crack's email Yay. because it is spastic, like how I write. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, all my gaming buddies. Joe Crack. Joe Crack, not yeah, Joe Crack. I was like, no. Joe Crack <laughs> from the forum slash Discord. And it's been quite a while since I emailed in. I had a couple of thoughts based off the fun com- conversation about PBTA, and more importantly, the discussion of how PBTA rewards you for failing as opposed to more traditional games. Stu and some others put forth that some of those more traditional games did, re- did reward you for failure. By the way, of creation points by taking flaws slash disadvantages slash setbacks slash whatever the game wants to call them. The argument I would make is that those things don't reward you for failure. They reward you once, mechanically, when you first take them. They simply provide fun complications during gameplay 
either fictional or mechanical. I'll wait, but I disagree with him, but go ahead. PBTA, for the most part, rewards you for all, quote, failures, end quote. I put it in quotes because I genuinely don't like to use the word failure in PBTA games. It's probably, But it's probably the easiest way to do it for this conversation. PBTA games that reward you for failure <coughs> reward you for rolling a 6 or less on a 2d6, and the reward is usually one experience point. Disadvantages usually don't reward you for failing to meet the target number. Taking L5R, for example, and its PBTA counterpart Samurai World... In Samurai World, if you roll below 6 five times, you rank up, because you got enough XP for rolling all those failures. In L5R, if the target number is 10, you roll a 9, you don't get XP for that. Disadvantages don't give you some consolation prize for rolling less than the TN. You just fail to meet the TN. And in a combat scenario, the game just moves on to the next player. Desads in L5R usually try to make it harder for you to succeed a lot of the times. Sure, you got however many extra creation points in the beginning, but unlike Samurai World, the, re- the reward for the negative is finite. Now, I will admit, I don't know every flaw slash disad slash setback slash consequence that's ever been written in all the games out there, but this has been my experience for the most part with that specific mechanic. I'm going to stop there so we can discuss this okay. instead of going on to his next thing. The thing is, the like, if you have, uh, in a character creation system where you have disadvantages and you get, a, you get a, some sort of mechanical bonus for it, character points or something, that's not a one-time thing. Whatever you spent those points on, your character has that attribute or skill increase for the entire court, entire duration of the game. It's not a one-time thing. Right. It's not a constantly growing thing like what he's talking about, but it is it, it is a, it is a lasting advantage. And it's not it's not it's a it's a reward for taking a disadvantage. I think that the major difference between what he's talking about, if I can help him out here, is you are directly rewarded for failure in PBTA games. You are encouraged to choose failure in games with disadvantages. But sometimes you have to actually... Sometimes a lot of players don't want to do that. There's people who say, my character can't smell. And that's a disadvantage, and I get an extra five points for it, or whatever. <laughs> and it's like the, the the disadvantage that is not a disadvantage is not a disadvantage thing, right? Yeah. And so, some I don't know if I I would certainly say that a game with a disadvantage mechanic doesn't encourage the role play of disadvantages. That's on the GM and the other players and the and the player himself. I would love to have somebody who took I can't smell as an advantage because that guy would smell like a motherfucker. <laughs> I have no idea oh, yeah. how stinky he was, and everybody right. like woo, hmm. or or <laughs> like oh I'm gonna open the refrigerator and see what's in here and doesn't get the rotten egg smell when he opens right. something yeah. up right, um, or doesn't smell the almond smell when he's drinking his beer and poison. I think he is he he specifically talking about and I don't know what the earlier conversation was, um, but failure in gameplay, like during after character creation right. at the table. Sure, no, no, I, I agree. I would agree with that. I don't. I don't specifically remember what what the, what the, okay. the thread of the conversation was, but um, I don't. I, I don't remember. But I mean. I thought it was about complicating, like rewarding, 
rewarding for complicating or something like that. I don't remember if it was specifically fair. I don't remember. Oh, because um, <coughs> in that someone sense, in the chat room might remember. Absolutely, other games that do that. Sure, like Fate. Well, oh, yeah. possibly Savage Worlds, uh, Mouse Guard. There, there's also a thing that you're talking about when you talk about a lot of disadvantages, especially in L5R, which I think we can talk about just because kind of framed it in right. that one space, um, is motivation, mm-hmm. right? And one of the things that's talked about in Apocalypse World is the idea of internalized and externalized power and internalized and externalized motivation. Mm-hmm. And externalized motivation is more powerful. That's motivation you don't have control over. Right. right. So you take a disadvantage where you're being blackmailed. That's external motivation that is making you do something um, that you can use to push that story along and give your, your character like that um, time to spotlight. Right. And then you can also take <coughs> other disadvantages, which are typically internal. less points that are internal advantage- disadvantages. Um, but will still change how you play. Like, if you take... Character flaws. Yeah, yeah or, or permanent wound right. is the one that I think of in 4th edition mm-hmm. um, is where your, your zero is automatically bubbled in, which is usually the big one if you're playing rules as written. Yes. So you're going to die if you take that one. So you really, really, really... You are motivated to not be in combat and to try and do your best to settle things a different way. Right. Um, and so that's one of the things that happens with advantages and disadvantages, whereas in Apocalypse World, that's built into the playbooks. Mm-hmm. You have, like, the gun lugger, who is the baddest ass, who has the biggest, baddest guns. Mm. And then you have the hard holder, who has an entire hold of, like, 300 people and, like, 50 guys with guns and pipes who will just beat you down. So... You have the baddest ass who has a lot of internalized power because he is a badass. And then you have the hard holder with externalized power of I have a hold with walls and an armory with guns and we will just kill you. And an army. Um, The army will win. Um, But then you have all of these other motivations of you have to take care of your hold, you have to take care of your people, they have to like you. All of that other thing becomes much more messy than the internalized power. And so I think that's kind of like where the stumbling is here Mm -hmm. is those advantages and disadvantages, at least in Apocalypse World, are kind of built into it. It's one of the reasons why I really hate the term PBTA. It's a kind of a useful shorthand for like games in the style of Apocalypse World, but it makes it feel like they're talking about some a game that is monolithic. Like like Fate or like um, uh, uh, Savage Worlds. Um, where it's like one single rule system. Yeah. And like apocalypse world like i wish i would rather use like apocalypse world style like well, aws as opposed to more pbta popular uh, uh, acronym now is ae apocalypse engine but that, that mm. see one of the problems i have with with this whole idea of rewarding for failure as opposed to apocalypse world it's very different it's a very different style of game because um uh, in Apocalypse World, uh, instead of uh, what you call it, uh, getting experience for failure, what you have is two of your stats get tagged, one by another right. player and one by the uh, MC. Mm-hmm. And aside from those two tags, if if you use those stats once, you get experience, and any sort of um, uh, move that you have that might give you experience, mm-hmm. that's it. 
unless somebody wants to um, uh, seduce, manipulate you. So seduce, manipulate is very powerful in that game. If you're only getting one to three experience in that game, uh, uh, seduce, manipulate is really powerful. But if, if in, uh, and it allows for players to interconnect with each other. In Samurai World, if you just have to miss five times, who the fuck cares? Right. Right? And so all of these games are so very different, and they're implemented in such different ways that it really... I don't think you can say PBTA when it says, well, PBTA games do this. Some of them might. But right. no, it's I think <laughs> so very different in no, the implementation of it. I think, I think there, it. Is, there is a way to say... I mean, Vincent has also done like little seminars on what like the spirited PBTA is. So to your point, it's not necessarily fail forward. Like because every PBTA game does not have that mechanic in it. True. Absolutely. Well that's but, but the whole fiction first conversation where mm-hmm. it triggers a move and that whole hard hit, soft hit, n- you know, missed hit, that's more See, that's another thing, like the, the whole miss as opposed to failure. Mm-hmm. We've been doing that for 20 years in my gaming group. I mean, it's just, it's codified into the game, but that doesn't mean that GMs haven't been... Uh, uh, You're sounding like me. Well, <laughs> it's not, it's just because you've done it doesn't mean it was, like you said, it's not rules as written in D&D or Traveler. Right. 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 So it's not, No, I don't think anybody's saying PBTA is like... The only system that allows yeah. for that to happen. Right. Yeah. It it's does, just it that does, what it does. It did kind of codify what are good GMing habits. Oh, Apocalypse World. Yes. Uh, Apocalypse World First Edition. I think everybody should buy and read. Yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. about Second Edition because I haven't read it. Uh, I can't stand the voice of the. I like Second Edition. Book. I love it. I, I, I want Me my too. I want my yeah. rules to yeah. read like the driest fucking I, book ever. I, I feel like give me the rules. Oh, don't, see, I, I love it. Leave the style for like the little vignette in the beginning of the book, the little intro or something. Or no, see, I think I, it works. It really it works for me. It, it annoyed the crap out of me, and I stopped reading it. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I can see and why I, it's I've not for everyone. I, I've I read like other that, though, a lot. I've like, read other apocalypse games that don't have that style, and I've gotten a lot farther through well, them. Just than like that. for me, the when you get to the uh, the chapter that's. GM fuckery, like that just speaks ah, to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. man, this yeah. guy's writing 100% for me. Yeah. If I ever write exactly. a gaming book, it's going to be like that. Yeah. I, exactly. I, I didn't that's, get that far. That's how I'm writing my cookbook. <laughs> okay, like, right. like really? I want to I write my cookbook in that style. Ah, hell yeah. Like, that's what I'm doing. You should see some of my recipes. They're hilarious. <laughs> They're laughing in the <laughs> chat room because uh, Stu just said that you, uh, that you sounded like him. I know. They're like, ah. <laughs> Balls. I've been saying that that, that Apocalypse World, that, that all of the innovations in it, not all of the innovations, but some of the innovations in it are things that GMs have been doing for a long well, time. Well, but it's codified into it, yes, is the thing. Absolutely. Uh, both intrinsically and extrinsically. Like, right. actually, like, saying this is how you should treat your players. Right. Um, but also, just in the little minutiae, the more you, like, get into how shit works in that, it's, it's mm-hmm. really brilliant. It's a yeah. very, very brilliant game. Well, to your point, just kind of uh, codifying or rules as written, like things that were out there with other people that were ra- playing their games more narratively. Like maybe, uh, you know, underscoring those things in his game versus 
you know, just, oh, okay, that's my style of GMing, but it's not necessarily rules as written in right. D&D. &D. Right. All right. You want to continue with the... Oh, sure. <coughs> uh, other notes from that episode are regarding leaving a table etiquette at a con game. It is my opinion, if you are not having any fun at all in a con game, or you're bored with the game, or not interested at all, leave the game. I kind of want to say, or they're really horrible. Uh, or stay, take notes. No editorializing. Please continue to read the email. <laughs> stay, take notes, and send an email. <laughs> no. To you. Your, your, to apathy, us. your apathy could end up affecting other players that are enjoying the game and make it worse for them. That's, that's a good And yeah. you don't want others to feel bad if it's a different game with different people. Decent. Decent. Or they're all monsters yeah. and don't deserve your awesome presence and a better thing to do with your life. For the most part, uh, you are paying to be in that game and not having fun, right? Why sit around for four hours and not have fun? Let me just go on a short tirade. A short tirade. Mm -hmm. It's a good, it's I'm a gonna good day for that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I want to defend, defend GMs again. Because and especially today, and, and especially with so many running con games and monsters showing up, I don't think most GMs, when they decided, hey, I'm going to go run a con game, really knew how big of a bite they were taking. Do you know what I mean? They thought, oh, I'm going to come up with a game. I'm going to go run a game. And there's these monsters over here who are coming up with this horrible shit they want to do. And now these people over here are uncomfortable. I just wanted to run a game. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I have a soft spot in my heart for new GMs. And so if I sat down at a con game and it's someone who's a new GM and they're trying to run a game and I can tell that they haven't run a lot, I'm going to suffer through the whole thing. And then maybe give them some feedback afterwards. Because what I because I don't want to dissuade someone. I'm not talking about if it's a, something offensive. I'm talking about the guy just doesn't have his GM chops. Oh, okay. You know what, I'm, you know what yeah. I mean? I wouldn't walk... That This is me. I'm not saying that everyone should sit and suffer if, if there's mm -hmm. a, they're, they're playing with a GM who isn't good. But I would stay. I would play the game, participate... Try to elevate the game as a player, and then afterwards ask him if he wants any feedback, and then give him some honest feedback on the. Here's some things I thought I liked. Here's some things I thought could be better. Mm -hmm. So maybe the guy comes back the next at the next con, and he's a better, a little, a little slightly better GM. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm. You know but what doesn't I'm that speak to like your personal threshold for like unacceptable gameplay? Because there is something inherent to you, Stu, as a like a very good GM. You have, like, you've now been presented with the opportunity within this, like, kind of crappy game to, like, make someone else better, and you take enjoyment from that. Yes. So you are still technically enjoying this game, even though you're, like, everything around it. Like, there's a meta, like, level of something you can take away from it. But as, yes. like, a player sitting there, I mean, if I'm not having a great time and don't necessarily, like, feel like my input's going to do, like, you're just running a game that I have mm -hmm. no interest in. Sure called Boats and Hose, and I get seasick. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, I'm just going <laughs> to... Just to qualify with the hose is not the problem. <laughs> just the boat. Yeah. Like, I think it's fine if you excuse yourself in a way that isn't rude or disruptive. Sure, sure. Or and I, and that, that's, that's just me. I would feel yeah. bad if a new GM was running something, and he was really enthusiastic, and I'm like... I don't have the heart to walk away. I would yeah. want to help the, help the person. I think it, improve. if you're going to be the enemy of other people's fun, 
then you should walk away. Oh, if you can't game face it and, you know, just have a good time, then you mm. probably should walk away. Well, a lot of the conversation that uh, I remember from that episode. This is the last episode. This is the last episode. <laughs> now, that was a ago. bad shit. Yeah, that I mean, was, then we're talking not, about. That was not a bad game. That was, was bad people yeah. playing a game. Well, and we're also talking about homophobia, sexism, yes. racism. Yeah. That's not what I'm like talking about. That's like, not what I'm talking about. That is, all that that stuff is, I mean, if you table flip, good on you. Right. Um, and I thought that was more of what the conversation was talking about was. Well, yeah. well but he kind of made a, he sort of yeah. made a general statement like, you paid to go to the con. You get to, to decide whether or not you want to stay at the game regardless. And if it's just a bad game, myself personally, that's not enough for me to leave. Unless it's like, okay, this guy has been running games here for 12 years and he runs shit games. He's always run shit games. Yeah. Why the fuck did I sign up for it to begin with? Who knows? I but <laughs> I don't know. I might pay to go into a con just so I can flip a table. <laughs> like, how bad are that? You just, <laughs> but you're not going to flip a table if it's just a bad game. No. Okay. <laughs> That's what I mean. But I'd like to. I've I mean, been yeah. at a con game where it's like, this is crunchy as fuck. Okay, well, I have to go to the bathroom. Lady stuff. It just <laughs> fucked yeah. off. And I'm and taking like, my dice. In the background, you can like, see me running back and forth, like having a very good time. <laughs> I made sure that table knew that I was like, I left because you guys are not fun. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. I have to go to the ladies' room, and I'm taking my dice with me. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm and my like, bag. I'm all of my stuff. <laughs> And my pencil. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, and like, yeah, I, I'm kind of feeling this sentiment of like, you're, you're paying to play mm-hmm. and to like be part of the things you want to be a sure. part of. I totally get that. I totally get that. I absolutely do. Just do more research and, and, before you start a game. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there at our, at our local cons, there are people that get reputations for running good games, and those yeah. are games you want to be in. And there's people that have reputations for running not so good games. Can someone float me a fucking list? Because not I'm on still the air. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Strategicon three times. And Have you really? Yeah. I haven't seen you there. Uh, I was there. Because she was in Craft Games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was. Yes, I was. The first time I went was when I went to like an AL game and my character What's that AL? I, Adventures, Adventures League? League oh, okay. Yeah. And a character I logged a bajillion hours like leveling. I was like, I'm going to bring my sassy bard. And she died yeah. in like three minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. And that was the closest I got to an actual fucking table flip. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> in fourth edition, uh, that's fifth. Fifth edition D and D. Yeah, it's really hard to kill characters in fifth edition D and D. Not that it was not that GM's problem. He was just like, "Oh, you were the first one there, and you just took a curb stomp amount of damage, and it like went over, so you're auto dead." Cool. Bye. I was like, "Ah, cool." No, you're supposed to make death rolls. No, uh, there's like a auto. You don't get to make death rolls if you take damage you- that's on like your hit point maximum hit points again. I thought that's when you start making death rolls, isn't it? No. Like really? you go unconscious and make death I've rolls. Only, I've so only once run you hit once. zero hit points. So I think my oh, character. Oh, when you hit like, zero, you make death rolls? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So right. I think I had like four, something like 40 hit points and walked into a room, human bard, couldn't see in the dark, and just got stunted on by a troll that did like 84 damage. So oh. because it doubled up, okay. you're like, it was like, oh, you're just dead. I'm like, well, I've got three hours and 56 <laughs> minutes left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking cool. So there are plenty of DMs that are just like, they're just not your vibe and. You should be able to walk away, right? Yeah, you and should then resurrect your character and not tell anyone. <laughs> and name it Red Mist. She's fine. <laughs> Sorry, started fidgeting because I'm stressed out. By that. 
I'm sorry. You can walk away from a con game. Sure, you can. You can <laughs> absolutely walk away from. Yep. It. I don't have like a. I don't think anyone has a responsibility. I myself, if it's a new GM, I would yeah. feel a personal responsibility to stay. Unless I don't think I was a total douchebag. I've played games where like the GM was like, I brought the wrong thing and I've never played this before, so we're all gonna muddle through. The game. Like that can be fun, right? When you're just like, oh, we all, we all know exactly what's happening here. Is that you're doing your best and we're all gonna like, <coughs> yeah. Try I mean, to there's, help you. there's nothing wrong with the GM showing up at a con with like no idea what they're doing. I mean, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Zero or hung. Character sheets are holding you back, man. <laughs> I was so drunk. <laughs> He's the guy that coined that term. That's yes. amazing. <laughs> I was. I love okay. Capilla. Mm, yeah, I got really drunk with a player who was in one of my games after. I think it was more it. than just drunk. I think it's hard. <laughs> 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 I was in the audience that. Cheers to that. It was, was in that more. weird little room at the. I don't it was. Know, it was a, a game where uh, uh, it was a cosplay Olympics in Japan, <laughs> and like the characters. Went to Sanrio Pearl Land, which is Hello Kitty, Kitty Disneyland, and I'm then a thing a thing happened, <laughs> yeah. and they all got the powers of the people they were uh, dressed as, and then uh, Hello Kitty Land went bad. Nice and hilarity ensued. I would never fight a pachaco. I'm just saying that now. And a particular player who we all know, mm-hmm. maybe had dropped some acid. <laughs> hey, like a little bit. That's fine. That's fine. Also, I'm not afraid Maybe of like, the GM fighting Hello too. Kitty. That bitch weighs three apples. I can fight that. I'm not yeah. scared of it. <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? You were reading I don't remember. the Horror story time. Took a break. Now it's horror story. Okay. Okay, horror story time. Sadly, nothing horrific, uh, which I guess isn't that bad. Uh, it was also a long time ago, so memories are slightly hazy. One of my first ever cons, I was excited to try out the Edge of Empire beta. I had played a bit before and was familiar with the mechanics, as I also was a huge fan of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 3rd Edition, which also used custom die. Did FFG do the Warhammer Roleplay 3rd Edition? I'm not sure. Oh. I mean, they don't have a monopoly on using custom dice. Okay, but that's kind of the thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... It was a. It was a midnight to four a.m. slot. Oof, I was so younger and yeah. said, "Sure, no problem." I get there excited to play, and the GM's there, ready and waiting with some pre-gens. And the table was filled up, foot on paper. In the end, two other players show, and one of the players that did show said his wife was originally signed up for it, but she might not make it. <laughs> get to around twelve thirty, and the GM asked married dude if he could text his wife to see if she's going to come down. So I was like, um, she's probably not coming over by now. We should probably just start playing. Uh, married guy and I shared a look as if to say, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) Before we start playing, GM straight up says that he does not like this new system that he's decided to run. Good thing you're running it. Let's say that again. He does not like the game he volunteered to run for four hours from midnight to 4 (laughs) a.m. The same game, I was super excited to try out some more. Is it possible that he was asked to run it? It sounds just, like it I'm would be saying, that, yeah. I'm, I'm only saying, why but would even you Even still, don't fucking editorialize. Yeah. Don't like, say now. There's got to be a yeah. bit of a deal. You're setting your expectations very well. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> one of the things that uh, they used to say uh, when I was studying voice in college is never apologize for your voice before you sing. Oh, sure. Absolutely. And in the same way, it's like, you know, I'm sorry I don't really like this game that much. 
you're setting everybody's expectations low, and they're going to have probably have less fun to begin with for that. Yes, yep. absolutely, yeah. Because um, either you're right and the game isn't that good, yeah. or you're a dick and now they like are feeling this weird sense of antagonism to you because they do like the game. Right. There's no good way. It's just shh, build the world, monkey. Build the world. <laughs> I was young and dumb, and didn't know about the power to just leave a game back. <laughs> Had I the two other players, probably would have been relieved, and we all could have gone back to the bar and chatted with friends about other games. But I didn't, and neither did the other players. Uh, the GM <coughs> just ran us through some old adventure he ran for D6 Star Wars or something. I don't really know. I know I played a Force-sensitive dude, because the Force is fun, and I wanted to try it out. I think there was a moment where I wanted to force push to float a grenade over something, or grenade over or something, and the GM didn't allow it. It wasn't fun. We were <laughs> just set up for not fun right from the beginning. The GM kept putting that, pulling out the beta book to look things up and talking about how he knew the older system better. Uh, eventually, we completed a goal. The GM said, uh, Oh, well, we can keep playing since it's not four yet. No thanks, dude. This was fun. Thanks for running. Gotta go. <laughs> uh, talking about it with friends the next day, they all said the same thing. Wait, why was he running a game he didn't like? You should have just left. And I was like... I can do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should have done that. So, yep. Um, drink? The pinky's out, though. When in doubt. Can you hand me one of the... the, the, the not the bottle. The white ale? Yeah. Einstock. Einstock. Yeah. I'm going to have an Einstock. Uh, postscript. I've attached an additional horror story you can read at, at your leisure. Post postscript. Oh, I, no, I thought it was the same email. I thought he had just attached oh, a word document. Yeah. I don't. Maybe uh, I wonder if he sent that. Uh, my writing style is atrocious, as you may have realized. It <coughs> was oh, actually pretty. Okay. Yeah, it was fine. Um, the only thing I, I wonder is if the if the GM, if, if like the guy running the con says, "Hey, we don't have anyone running FFG Star Wars. We want someone to run it. Can you <coughs> do that for us?" Uh, maybe. Okay. Maybe. I've run things I don't like. Yeah, yeah I run things we I don't all like. have. But I don't. Um, I, don't yeah. I d- honestly don't particularly care for uh, Monster of the Week. Okay, it's it's not a it's it's not a very good like uh, ac- apocalypse world style game. You popped my Monster of the Week cherry, and you I didn't even <laughs> like it. Well, you can <laughs> run it. I I didn't run I it as a written. flashback here. <laughs> <laughs> but as like as that game is is written, there's a lot of extra shit tacked onto it mm-hmm. that yeah. is kind of more traditional style game. There's just not the style of game I like to run. Like I'm supposed to have all of these hit boxes for all of these fucking monsters and. Mm. I had amounts that they should be taking, <laughs> but like that's just too much bullshit. Yeah. Um, uh, as as a crunch monkey, I should like that more, um, but uh, it very much it has a lot more traditional role playing like mumbo jumbo attached onto the apocalypse world framework. Mm. So as one of those games, I don't like it that much. For the game that I was running, though, when I decided I was going to run it, then it became awesome and hilarious, it was. and I had it a really was good so time. So good, I'm still waiting. Um, and we, we are going to, to, to run Car- it again. We yeah. need to go to Carlsbad. You, you can have you can have a fantastic game in spite of the game. Yeah, yeah. true, absolutely, absolutely. I found I found his bonus horror story. Should I read it? Because yeah, say yeah, do about, it. This is saying like this is a private horror story. Uh, bonus horror story. 
Sometime after you guys started posting your first L5R saga, I searched online and found an online game of L5R that accepted me after some back and forth. I was told we were playing, they were playing for quite a while, and gave me 100 extra XP. That's a lot of XP. That's a lot yeah. of XP. They've been playing uh, for quite a while. <laughs> that's probably, I'm going to guess that's like fourth or fifth insight. No, no, not, probably not four. I gave him 35, and some guys got to second. Right, and that's right. less after the from one to two. One to two is the big jump. Then the rest are like twenty five or fifty years. Yeah, but Let's you're also getting inside. diminishing returns. That's, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's true. What game is this? L five R. Oh, gotcha. Um, I say probably around third. It's okay. At level three, okay. Probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we got hundred <laughs> extra XP. Awesome! I can make a really cool badass with this stuff. The game would be running from 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to question mark Eastern Standard Time. Again, I was young and dumb and really just wanted to play L5R. Anyway, I made my character a mantis, because I love them, duelist, um, meet the other players, and they're all cool and super nice and supportive. Uh, they all compliment my super deep voice, because he has a really deep voice, Joe Graff does. He, he's, been, he's been to a couple cons out here. He, mm. I, I don't know if he's local anymore, but he used to be local. He used to come and come to the cons. And he had, the guy's got a radio voice. That's awesome. Um, I have the opposite of that. Yes. <laughs> his voice is like, like this. No. It's like I way like down here. Hello. <laughs> um, uh, they're a compliment on my, on my super deep voice, which is nice to hear. GM is really cool, too. <laughs> I get told that XP is earned for every hour that you're that you, the person, plays. So, okay, sure. I guess that works. Um, uh, I'll just be slightly behind. Because L5R is a very XP-dependent game, granted I'm three hours ahead of the GM, so I'll always have to leave early. Whatever, no big deal, I think. An hour at later, I watch as another player rolled 16 keep 10 and summons wow. a whiteout blizzard in the middle of the summer in Rokugan. What? 16 keep 10. First off, I don't think... Well, I don't know what edition they're playing. I'm assuming 4th. But I don't. I think at a certain point, you're not allowed to... No, it's, you, most skin rolls 10 keep 10. Right. Because then you get plus bonuses or something. Yeah, it's, it's like... Yeah. Uh, plus remember. 2 or plus 5. My players will... My characters... The characters in my game will die before they get that eye. Well, yeah, as, <laughs> as well they should. <laughs> <laughs> Only cowards right. get up to that point. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, uh, some good. custom critical success the GM made. Uh, every player has their character sheets open to the public so we can work together. So I check them out, do the math, and quickly figure out that I am a minimum of 300 XP behind every player. Whoa. Whoa. So I'm a level 1 fighter hanging out with level 20 wizards. I wouldn't have cared so much, but we were playing a classical multi-clan game, and I was, se I was sent as a magistrate to deal with some stuff. Oh, no. Right. Fictionally, I witnessed them oh, no. deal with another player who is Crab trying to bring an NPC that hangs out with the rest of the party to justice by calling her a blood witch. Mahotsukai. Uh, Mahotsukai. Um, the rest of the party exclaims, Well, you're tainted, so what rights do you have? Uh, being the new magistrate on the scene, I pipe in, If his clan knows he's tainted, he has done no wrong. He is likely tested yearly for growth of the taint. <laughs> no. Be an adult. <laughs> so wait, does it grow? Does it grow this way or does it grow this way? I think it sticks out it's, more. It's like a balloon. <laughs> yeah. it, like, it stretches in all directions equally. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry, people who don't <laughs> think Tane is funny. 
Okay, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm watching the second season of Glow. <laughs> yeah, and the, it came out today. Yes, nice. I, I'm five episodes in. Yes. and the the, the, the you know the um, Mark Maron's daughter in the game in the movie, the the girl with the straight black hair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. I'm sorry. Spoilers if you haven't seen the first season. Yeah, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Uh, her, the guy she keeps ordering pizza from. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. together. Right? He has a punk. He has a punk band mm-hmm. called Shit Pope. Shit Pope. <laughs> of course it is. I think it's called Shit Pope. Amazing. And they play at a bar called Mister Chode's Wild Ride. Oh. <laughs> that is pretty awesome. I'm like, that's fantastic. That's beautiful. Yeah. Your, your mic's off. Oh, I just okay. Sorry. Oh. <coughs> okay. Like um, steamy yeah. I'm so happy, Mr. Chode's ride. Mr. Chode's wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it fucking killed me. And, yeah. and, 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 and shit, Pope. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it was a wonderful punk band. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's see. Where was I? Uh, <laughs> it is only a crime Eight. to hide your taint. Um, the rest of the party agrees in a manner like, oh, yeah, that's right. One of them is super, super knowledgeable and backs me up. Uh, Crab PC continues his assertion that the Blood Witch NPC needs to be executed for her blood magic ways. <coughs> uh, prob- maybe a Cooney witch hunter, yeah. I'm guessing. Uh, or just a Cooney. Right. Or just a crab. A crab. <laughs> Rest of the party isn't having it, so they fight. The NPC accused of being a Blood Witch straight up does blood magic. Womp okay, womp. well that's... yeah. Uh, so I'm playing this game with people who are like... Crazy more powerful than me, and I'm a new magistrate here to work with one of the one of the party members, and the party member is defending the blood witch right in front of my eyes. They're in character excuses. Sure, she does blood magic, but none of her magic ever causes the taint. <laughs> <coughs> First of all, your character knows that somehow. Right. <laughs> Second of all, what the fuck? Right. Uh, she, and she's our friend and uh, the, and the other PC's sister. So oh. we do some tests with Jade. Okay, Jade Strike. Jade Strike. <laughs> yeah, that the, thing. The Jade Strike doorbell? Right. <laughs> so Jade Strike is spelled that it only hurts you if you're tainted. Oh, okay. So you go, nice. hi, Jade Strike. Oh, good. Perfect, yeah. Hey, how you doing, Jade Strike? It's like in Westworld when you shoot someone just to yeah. see if they're a host or not. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. It's like stabbing someone in the heart with a with a... A wooden stake to see if they're a vampire. Well, no, <laughs> because you'd still die. That's like, true. You s- I'm no vampire, but right. if you stuck me in the heart with a wooden stake. Or it's like waggling garlic in front of someone. <laughs> garlic. Or like mm. showing your crucifix. What we do in the shadows? Oh, right. what we do in the shadows. I know. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Series. Uh, yeah, now I'm trying to remember. Well- Wellington yeah. Paranormal. Can yeah. We yeah. Make, I want to make a what we do in the shadows role playing game. That'd no, you be know so they're, they're coming out with a spin off. on a swear wolf. <laughs> You could totally play me uh, and Mackle Rock Swearwolves forever. The spin-off game. Oh yeah, as a game. I, I made the Mafalda. Awesome. Oh, I cannot wait. For it's the quite thick. <laughs> I'm so excited. That's pretty good, Kiwi. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I, Flight of the Concords is one of my favorite shows. Me too. I love that. Did you ever see the Flight yeah, of the Concords? Yeah, definitely. I love that series. I enjoy Jemaine Clements. Right. I like that he's missing an R in his name, but we're all fine with it. Jemaine. Yeah. Jemaine. Jemaine. <laughs> Brit. Uh, but uh, 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 hmm? You've I'm not watched it? No. I do some tests with, with Jade and confirm she's got no taint on her, but she's using blood magic. 
Everybody okay. has to. Just her period. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's lady things. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm defending a blood witch. Like, I have no idea how this game works. And I'm like, it's fine. And that would be awesome. Yes. <laughs> but I'm there in this position, a straight, a straight up blood witch in front of me, who's crazy powerful doing the blood magic. Supported by ever doing the blood magic. It's doing the blood magic program. <laughs> it's doing right. the blood magic program. Uh, supported by every. <laughs> supported by every other PC but myself and the crab. I'm a new magistrate in town. It's my first session. I don't want to. I don't want to do dice in my first session. Blood witch is being defended by unicorn, a phoenix. Void Shugenja, a Mantis Ronin, sister of the Blood Witch, and another Shugenja, the one that created the snowstorm. A, a Who's phoenix? rolling 16 keep 10. A phoenix is defending a Mahotsukai? Uh, yeah, of course. Which, they're the ones who killed all of the uh, snake for, for doing blood magic. They murdered all of them. Right. To Spoilers. a baby. <laughs> murdered them all. I need <laughs> way more L5R. These are just words to me. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, unicorn PC that's playing my superior in town. Uh, yeah, but she helps us. She saves, she saves our lives a bunch. I think, well... I could duel one of them. Mm-hmm. That would, and they would be honor bound to go along with the results. But I could totally metagame, knowing that they are three hundred XP stronger than me. So I do nothing and walk away. Oh man, no! You duel them and die. Right. That's what you do. I mean, this is the only honorable thing. Right. I duel them. I die. Cool. I'm gonna make a new character. Can I have more XP this time? How <laughs> <laughs> would I four hundred extra XP? Thank this you. Time. Shockingly, they did not kill the crab. So I decided. To tend to his wounds, but the scorpion PC takes the crab PC's katana and wakazashi and smashes them. Inner thoughts. What? JFC, that's Jesus fucking Christ, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's just doing his duty, you you petty. You petty. Um, then I witness the Mantis Ronin PC trying to drown, suffocate the crab PC for trying to kill her blood witch sister in the middle of the inn. So they're playing D&D. They're not playing L5. Yeah, no, they're not playing L5. <laughs> this says, wow, yeah, they're, they're just, yeah. <coughs> Whoa. They pick character classes, not clans. Yeah. Uh, so my feelings were super mixed on this whole thing, but it just felt so frustrating. The huge power imbalance was a major pain to me, especially knowing that I would have to stay up until sunrise if I ever hoped to catch up. Yeah. But even then, most of them lived in later time zones, so I could never truly catch up. Versus the setup that I was dropped in, right, dropped it right into. New magistrate here to help the group out with the city and help defend it from some possible invaders. Then sudden snowstorm makes that impossible. Oh, now I'm supposed to just accept a blood witch. Like... But the players are all so nice the entire way along. So it was like, I want to play with you, but can we be balanced at least? Thankfully, now I'm too old to ever think of signing up for a game that starts at 10 p.m., let alone 1 a.m. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Whoa. Right. Well done. I know now, I, I, I now know to always try to make sure any game I ever run uh, that has new players pop in. They're damn sure going to be balanced along with the rest of the players. Here, freaking here. Yeah. I, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, oh, you're a new player? Oh, sure. I'm going to start out by punishing you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that is, was totally my first D&D slash 
like official role playing game really? experience. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. No. And I, I joined a game that was already happening, and uh, so she's <coughs> like, okay, we've been around, so we're gonna you're gonna start at at third level. I'm like, cool. I'm gonna make a ranger, and I'm gonna make, like a bird, and. My bird's name is like Tonto or something like that, and I had like my bow, and I was like super excited, and I, I had like the book where you had all the different types of like cheeses and nuts and barks and whatever that you can have. So I did like all of this stuff, and I was super happy with it. And then there was like a twelfth level ranger in that party who had one katana that was fire, <laughs> and the other katana that was ice. Drips. Awesome. Um, and yeah, so that was a game where I couldn't I couldn't do anything the entire time. Yeah. And wow. somewhere in like this dungeon there's a uh, a chest that had a crossbow bolt in it. And like some guy goes, Oh, I got a crossbow, so I'm gonna take that. We go out and like we finish the dungeon and it opens out to like this like cliff thing. There's like a horde of lizard men in front of us. And the GM goes, Hint, GM hint, use the crossbow bolt. He goes, Okay. Oh my god. Fires it and goes into a gleaming arc and then hits and there's a mushroom cloud and they all die and he gets one hundred and eighty-two thousand experience points. What? And he goes, cool. I'm level fourteen. Were you guys twelve? Like, yeah. I was oh, like, fuck. Okay. I'm out. Jeez. <laughs> wow. <Like this. laughs> that's bonkers. Yeah. yeah. It was stupid. No, that's not great. All right. Uh, yeah. One yeah. massive. Uh, I know so many. Pop in. Still going. It's almost done. I, I now know to always try to make sure the game that run with new players pop in, blah, blah. Uh, I, I know so many traditional gamers that turn their nose up at having PCs grow in power together. One massive dick of an ex-friend would always ah. say, if they can't make the session, they shouldn't get the XP we earned by showing up. But nuts to that noise. When you get excited thinking, wow, I can roll eight, keep five, then every other player is keeping ten. It sucks. Drink but only if you raise a glass with your pinky extended. He's out. Yeah, mm. just use use your lips. Just create a vacuum. <sighs> Slowly. All right. That that was that was his bonus horror story. It was very it was very elf horror. Well, and it's yeah. like it's not like you're at work. Right. You know, if you're at work and there's work everybody has to do and you don't show up, you don't get paid. Exactly. But that's it's, not It's a it's game. A game. It's a Fucking game. I mean, I'm super petty, and I understand the instinct to be like, I was here, I put in the hours. Yeah. But, like, anything more than, like, a one-level, like, <coughs> ding for, like, new players or players that don't show yeah. up often is just incentivizing them to continue to not show up. Well, and if you so what's more important? Yeah, if well, you add I, somebody to your campaign, why would you not let them start at exactly. the same level? I mean, I, I don't not. give... I mean, when we when I ran the, the White Wolf game and the L5R game, if, if you're not here, I don't give you XP for that, that session, but you're, you're behind, like, three or four XP. Yeah. You're not behind, like, 300. Yeah. And if someone new comes in, like I told um, when Jim came in to mm-hmm. the L5R game, I'm like... Okay, well, I gave the party 35 extra XP, so take that, and I think we've had two sessions, so like like an extra five or six or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, and it's starting out at parity. And, of course, he built a more efficient character, so he's already at level two, and yeah. <laughs> so he's he's doing fine. <coughs> They're disappointed you didn't have Zima. Oh, God. This never is again. Gone. Yeah, is he gone. gone. Never again. Drank, or did you yeah. just tank it? Stork no. is a mensch. Every what? time he was here, he would drink... He, he would. would? Dr- he would drink one every time. <laughs> oh, the 
That's adorable. I also, I also made Ian. Yeah. <laughs> I made Ian the new Boggard bass player. Yeah. I made him drink a couple of. Them. That's nice. As Hazen. That's, good. That's awesome. But it's fine when you turn it into girl juice. Yeah. But it's. Yeah. Zima. When mm-hmm. you dump a bunch of like. What did you grape, put in it? It was like grapefruit flavored oh vodka. Oh my gosh. And rosé. Boy, did that get me hammered. Oh, yeah. I was way too drunk oh, when I drank it. But I forgot it was Zima, so that's cool. Yeah. I can't have... I, like, I won't bring that anymore, because, like... Yeah. I think episode, like, eight of Demigods was just like, goodbye. I, I love you guys. Everything's <laughs> great, and I'm hammered, and I don't know how the dice work. And I can't read my dice anyway, and I was like, I don't know what that's <laughs> Good luck. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. It was bad. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Joe Crack. Thank you, yeah. Joe Crack. And then a horror story and a lesson from Leatherneck. Leatherneck. Do you want to split it? Because I think, is this it? Is it long? Well, just because it's the only one in. Okay, yeah, yeah, split it. Yeah, it is, it is. Okay, a, we're going to trade off. That's it. some length for shit. every like, yeah. break. Which and one? We're just going to go back and forth for every like Every paragraph? paragraph? Let's go do on. it. Fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm starting. <clears throat> Hello, this is Leatherneck again. I have a tale of a guest GM, my suffering as a player at my own table, and why I no longer do secret or away from the table role-playing. Before going further, take a drink to wet Wet the whistle. whistle. (sighs) One of the old and original gaming friends called that he was coming to town to visit, and it was on gaming night. Great. It had been 20 years since we last got together, and I invited him to join us for gaming. At this time, I was running RuneQuest 3, set in Glorantha. In the previous game session, I cliffhangered the players with an angry true dragon, size of a mountain range. What? What is... Yeah. Coming their way. I figured adding an old friend to this wouldn't be a problem. During the week, I contacted my old friend, Tom, to catch up and to give him some background on the game and to work out the character he would like to play. This is when I learned that he had changed carrier paths and was in seminary school. What? (laughs) Okay. To paraphrase him, any form of magic is Satan's work, including make-believe magic. (gasps) It's like the chick tracks. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? Well, that was going to be a problem. RuneQuest is heavy in magic with the PCs having personal spirit magic and divine magic granted by the gods. I thought we had a solution to this dilemma when he suggested GMing us in a non-magic game using GURPS. Happy at the prospects of seeing Tom again, I agreed to his running us in a historical fiction adventure. That gaming night started poorly. Yay! Right? Yeah, we're starting poorly. Uh, Besides arriving late, his entrance to my house upset my wife. There are nuances to their encounter I don't fully understand, other than scared and creepy, in, in quotes, and... Black trench coat, in quotes. I appreciate that he said, like, I don't really know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what happened, but he was, he was creepy and in a black trench coat. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Not, not my favorite. Yeah, right. <laughs> when we finally started, he had us make PCs based on characters he chose for us from a Harry Turtle Love book set in the Civil War. As far as I can tell, this book is about apartheid South Africans time traveling to the American Civil War to oh. supply the Confederate Army with AK 47s. Wow. What? I don't think that's what Harry. I, I, I think the Harry Turtle Dove thing. I don't know about the Civil War one. Mm. 
But uh, the World War Two one. I would love for someone to clarify this real right? quick. I'm upset. The world, the World War Two one. Aliens come and give weapons to the various nations that are. I'll look it up. Yeah, right. and why is it? I've read some weird. Harry Turtle Dove and the guns of the South, South Africans. That's probably oh, the guns of the South Africans. Yeah, in the chat so they're, room. They're Radio they're Rob the, uh, yeah. the racist South Africans. Mm-hmm. Okay, AK forty seven to racist Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's that's great. Mm-hmm. That's were were there? When did the when did they the Dutch go to South Africa? Was that in the nineteenth century? I don't. I don't uh, know. I have no, no idea. The, I believe the war war was in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, it was right. Yeah. And uh, they already had Afrikaans by then. Yeah. All this right. is a book I had to read at the time. Still haven't, and probably never will. I've read some Good Harry Turtle Dove. I've read some to Harry Turtle Dove, and he's an excellent author. Yeah, I don't I've understand. Never if this him. is a real book, yeah. I don't Harry Turtle Dove can absolutely <laughs> go fuck himself. Don't at me. I've read, <laughs> his, I've read his fantasy stuff. <laughs> All right. Five of us did our best to make PCs, but we only had his one copy of the GURPS rule. One time. Yeah! <laughs> Yay! One at a time, my old friend took us aside to tell us what character we were playing from the book and had to do a little one-on-one code uh, role-playing. Oh, my. <laughs> then back to sharing the GURPS book to create our PCs. My assigned character was a spy uh, for the North. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's I, thought most <laughs> I thought most of the problems were over as we started to play. But Tom kept needing to have several private and secret one-on-one role-playing sessions with huh. his oldest and bestiest friend, Chad. I was later told the role-playing was mostly recreating scenes from the book and something about Chad's character being in love with a hooker. What? This is so good. All right. <laughs> After all the delay and off-table role-playing, our 19th century characters arrived at the time tunnel to get the weapons from the future. I don't remember too much of the role-playing or plots. Part of it might be because of more secret one-on-one role-playing I wasn't part of. Eventually, I felt my character had learned enough of the futuristic weapons and accrued a couple of them. It was time to activate Northern Spy Mode. I tried to have my own secret role-play to sneak away with the information and weapons. Tom tried to walk me out, or to talk me out of this action, but I insisted that as a spy, I needed to make it happen. We returned to the table and a quick GM fiat. My Oh, and yeah. My PC was captured and declared a traitor and spy. What? The others tried to rescue my PC, but my character was swiftly executed in the back room oh before the rescue attempt could get started. Uh, wow. I mean, he should have been like Chad and, like, uh, role-played fucking a hooker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the back room. Why so, give me a loyal northern spy and punish Crazy. me for acting on it? I asked my old friend that very question. The answer was something like, why betray your friends at the table? Answering a question with a question and done by a seminary student. I guess I had been schooled. Tom knew I was unhappy, so he had me create another PC as one of the South Africans from the future. At least this time I didn't have to share the GURPS book with four others. (laughs) (laughs) In my first email to you, Happy happy Jakes, (laughs) I described a bad experience with a GM and my responding as a passive-aggressive teenage jerk. Turns out that at forty-ish, I could still be a passive-aggressive jerk. <laughs> Please tell me you you made like a South African who was like uh, anti-apartheid, and you showed up with an AK-47 and well, got everybody down. Here we go. Yeah, the new PC <laughs> I created was designed to cause maximum disruption to the secret time traveler mission. Oh, he was yeah. a wannabe Wild West gunslinger with rattlesnake skin boots, a Stetson hat, <laughs> a pair of matching chrome-plated mother of pearl handled. Peacemaker pistols. Hey. I then turned on jerk mode. 
and tried to inadvertently, end quote, disrupt supplying the AK-47s to the Confederate Army with load and uh, over-the-top actions. We ended shortly after that with Tom telling me I was unreasonable. Right. Yes, I was. But he came to my house, refused to play in our ongoing game, and spent the night trying to rekindle his teenage growth exactly. crush. I'm going with we were both jerks. Uh, tick off bro on there. Um, by the way, <laughs> my big takeaway from this was never to allow secret or away from the table role playing again. I believe it is disruptive and disrespectful of the other players. I learned the hard way how boring it is to sit at the table while the entertainment was happening in the other room. Now I make sure everyone knows what they know in character and what they don't. I encourage the players to provide opportunities for each other to accomplish secret role playing goals. At first, there was a player that was bothered that he couldn't have secrets from the other players. But I pushed that we are adults and all experienced in reading and creating fiction. Turns out, separating character and player knowledge is within our skill set. Thank you for reading, Jim Leatherneck. Want to finish the rest? Sure. P.S. We all deserve a drink. Yes. I'll make mine a dirty blonde. What's yours? <clears throat> Icelandic white ale. Wolf pop IPA. Ooh, yum. Nice. P.P.S. The friend that Tom was spending all his energy on didn't realize there was a bro crush going on that night or in our original days of gaming. (laughs) (laughs) PPPS! Tom did not have a fedora, and I consider that a fail. Come on, if you're going to be, or if you are part of a religious organization and wear a black trench coat, you must have a black fedora. Do you? I don't know. He's super creepy. Maybe in the 1950s. This guy guy sounds like he is definitely a milady. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I read a quick synopsis of Guns of the South, and the premise is indeed the Civil War is happening, and Afrikaners uh, from the far, far future bring back AK-47s to supply the, the Confederate Army. Mm-hmm. But then a lot of other stuff happens, because that's like the first paragraph of like a nine-paragraph synopsis. So I'm going to guess the South doesn't win. <laughs> Because there's Let's mention of not. there's mention of nitroglycerin pills and okay. other things. So. so they all have heart disease. Yeah, because <laughs> they're because they're all fat. <laughs> wow. Um, well, I mean, I'm still upset, but yeah. all right. Gross. Um, yeah. You know what, though? One of the things that I really like about uh, playing on Google Hangouts mm-hmm. is I can chat with people unbeknownst to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And while two people are role playing or people are talking together, I can talk to other people about stuff that's going on. I I personally think if the players only know what their characters know, it's, it gives you a better chance to create a more immersive experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I mean, Jim is awesome. He definitely misattributed the problem with this game to like the secret role playing and not that his friend is a fuckwit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean. Close though. And I've, I've Good had, try, buddy. I've, I've had. There are some players. I've had players, and you have to be really cognizant about it as a GM, who will totally dominate your time. Oh yeah. And and pull you away for 10, 15, 20 yeah. minute sidebars. You've met me. No, no, you've never done that, have you? Not yet. Okay. You'll see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> But normally, yeah. I, n- n- what, n- what what I do now, I mean, th- this is back when, you know, the inner tubes wasn't working as well as it does now. Mm-hmm. But today, if people want to send me private messages, I have Slack open whenever I'm GMing now. Yeah. So if someone says, oh, so-and-so is over there doing this, I'm doing this. Okay. Because they don't want everyone else mm-hmm. to know. And that makes a more interesting thing. 
to I, me. Yeah. I enjoy being surprised as a player in the game too. So like, so do I. I actually don't mind it. It can be a little problematic when you have so many like side things going on that like. As one of six people at the table, you're like, okay, we're gonna do this for everyone else at the table. So I'm only playing like yeah. mm-hmm. ten out of every yeah. sixty minutes right. in this game. That's like, awful. That sucks. Yeah, well, you gotta really clamp happy. down on, and that's why I think Slack is good for that because yeah, for sure. someone can just send you a quick note. This yeah. is what I'm doing. Okay, yep. roll this. I got. I rolled this, <laughs> and you can do it in between your conversation, and you never have to get up and leave. No one's sitting there playing on their phone for fifteen minutes while you're doing a sidebar. Yeah. No. You Sorry. Go. Right. I'm sorry, I have this deficiency of attention, <laughs> and I have no clue what I was going to say. So. Amazing. <laughs> Maybe it was about that. I actually like to see the secret <laughs> stuff played out in, write <laughs> lines of together? Uh, <laughs> in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I enjoy, I enjoy knowing the full story, because I feel like I can separate that, and I think most people can oh. at the table. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you want to go? I don't think oh, it's because I can people, finish what I don't I'm think saying. it's because people are going to medicate. No, no, I don't think so either. And I think as you know, you have to be cognizant of spotlight sharing and that sort of thing. Right. Um, I think you get a more honest response. One yeah. of the things that I found when we were were first doing this, sometimes we used to talk about the topic beforehand, and then when we You're got right. to it. I mean, we're not even role-playing here. We're just us talking about things. Yeah. But we'd already talked about stuff, and so we kind of would jump ahead, or we just... We wouldn't have as honest of a discussion about it, You're and the discussion right. itself, uh, it didn't fail, but it, it was it was worse off for it. Right. And so, like, like I brought in a few props to the uh, uh, Monster Hearts game. Um, dildos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buckets of them. Oh, like, man. Do you have like a bouquet of dildos? Yeah, they were like edible arrangements. Yeah. There was like really artfully cut God. pineapple. Awesome. At the end of them. That was there's, very And there, there's one dildo. It was actually like a sword, but then it was like a giant dildo at the end. It was great. Yeah. And so, so it was like a dildo knew. hilt with a dildo sword? Yes. And no, and then a dildo like cross things. Two. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, the response I, I got, I, I made a friendship bracelet. Yeah. Okay. Good. And, All right. and, and so and and yeah, and then another time I brought in like like something that a teenager would totally make for like a teenage crush. Right. And so bringing that out, I could have I told everybody before that I had done that, and then be like, oh, that's so sweet. But the the reveal of it was a lot more honest. Yeah. Right. That's very nice. And it's like, this is here. Max, like, oh, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't do that. It was so uh, you know, It's. So that that honest response, I think, is is better. Um, I, I think it depends on what the secret is. I think there are a lot of like uh, in hindsight, I think I wish I would have played the secret I had in the BBT first we game. Had, we had talked about this once before. Yeah, cut at, immediately after that session. Yeah, and I kind of wish I never do. I don't enjoy the note passing thing. Mm-hmm. I don't and because I feel like that's distracting at the table to me when people are note passing and then there's. That seems like more of a distraction, and <laughs> you do that a lot too. Because <laughs> you're a note passer, but I just I don't enjoy that. I don't know. Uh, so I feel like I would wish I would have played that. Oh my god, <laughs> what is going on? Huh? I don't. What? <laughs> this is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm totally fucking with you right now. No, you are. And this I totally has happened am. I'm to so me sorry. at I'm this so table. Sorry. Like, <laughs> it is really hard when you're role playing and people do that. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's the note passing thing sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was wrong. Just at this particular moment, I was, I was 100%. Oh, no, I know you were. No, 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 I know. 
But I've had that happen where like you're trying to have like a moment or you're doing your thing and then all of a sudden there's total yeah. something else going on on the table because somebody's, uh, you know, like way scribbling their note that they're passing to the GM and then they pass it and you're trying to, you know, right. have a scene or you're doing a, and I think it just gets, I don't know. For me, it, it's more distracting than it is well, not distracting. It just feels like a your mileage may vary problem. Like, yeah, no, so for, for sure. Some people, it's totally yeah. like, but I totally get it. Like, there are times when, like, super heightened moments where I'm like, okay, that's a weird time to be not focus on, like, a thing that's happening. But, like, I don't know. It's just... Plus, it's if there's personal, somebody that yeah. actually has Have something kind of... and Percy? And oh, yeah, it's never that. Oh. I enjoyed having Kimmy, like, note passing next to me, but I'm not going to lie. Like, every time you see me, like, with my glasses off, it's because I, like, kept trying to like, read Kimmy's notes before. <laughs> really? Because I'm fine with note passing, but I'm also, like, terminally nosy, so I'm like... Well, <laughs> I want to pass fake notes now that have something on them. She but on was the other doing side, that. It was just fake. like, hey, what's up? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think it's something that I, you like need to know about beforehand so you can like set your expectations. What if I send you notes? Huh? She'll crumple them. No, I don't know. Why do you? Why would you not want to play that stuff out at the table? Is I guess my thing, and I feel like every all notes your mileage may vary. Like, because it depends on how you can't expect the GM to constantly be trolling no. for stuff. So well, I, no, when I when I play, I yeah. usually play with two screens. Mm-hmm. One has my session notes on it. The other one has Slack. Mm. And I will sit there, and if, if something will come up, I'll hit it. And but if I'm in the middle of the scene, I'll wait until oh, I for look sure. at it. But that to me is less intrusive than note passing. Because note passing, there's physicality, yeah. and there's everyone sees that someone's passing right. the GM and the note, or the GM's yeah. passing a note back to someone. But 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 on on Slack, it's very. I found it to be pretty non-intrusive, mm-hmm. unless I'm ignoring it and yeah. someone says, "Oh, by the way, I sent you something." Yeah. yeah. But normally, people are pretty good about waiting until there's like a lull or something is, you know, a, a scene is ended or something. They'll say. And they'll point at it, and then I'll look at it and see what it was. Yeah. But I, I don't. To me, I don't play very often. Mm-hmm. But when I do, I like to be surprised. I want to yeah. get into my character and experience what my characters experience. Right. I can't do that if I know all the all the secrets of the table. Yeah. See, I want to see you be able to play out some of that shit. Like How do you mean? so. Um, what, like if we talk about the dust day thing in BBT right one. Um, the she, she she played a character who was uh, who was a um, uh, basically like almost an assassin for the Catholic Church in in Blood yeah Lady there Tuss. was like a, a secret a secret order within the church yeah. and she was basically going out and finding people and eliminating them because they were they were uh, uh, enemies of the church mm-hmm. and there was a scene when I asked the rest of the players to step out of the room because she was going to going to kill this priest. Mm-hmm. Who had I don't remember exactly what he had done, but he had done something. So she basically went in to kill him. He was going to get uh, that organization outed because he had done something that implicated him. Okay, or that's and right. that woman, the the dead guard's wife. Right. Yeah. Right. So ratted him out. So she did that, and then everyone came back in. And then we sort of had this discussion, and then we actually yeah. had a whole episode about this exact topic. Not long ago, probably a year ago, not less than a year ago. Yeah, it was, no, it was probably, a year, about a year mm-hmm. ago. And and. And, and a lot, a lot of PBTA players are like, I don't really care, and but the, there's, it, it's almost like there's, a, there's, there's sort of becoming a divergence, 
and I think this happens a lot in role-playing games, but there's sort of becoming a divergence in player preference. And one is, we're going to sit at the table and collaboratively create the story together entirely, mm-hmm. and it's going to be an entirely egalitarian, equal contribution to the story, mm. where other people will have input, perhaps, or and there's no secrets. And then there's also, I guess, maybe like a more the more traditional... Going all the way back to D&D and the GM or the DM with his map of the monsters and where they are in the dungeon and the players have to figure things out and map things out. That's sort of like the way far extreme, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the, the whole character knowledge versus player knowledge thing. Yeah. I still think, I think there's, that's a preference. there's 100% room for so secret player knowledge in a collaborative role-playing situation. And I also think that the Master of Ceremonies in an Apocalypse World style game still is running the game, even though sometimes the MC can um, allow other people to make choices. Okay, oh, so yeah. sure. so there is there's this feeling that I get. I'm gonna. I don't want to spend too much time on this. Yeah. Feeling I get that people go. Well, there's collaborative storytelling where there's barely any GM. Well, no, yes no, no. And no. I, I'm not saying that. I'm but not there, saying that. I have heard this from other okay. uh-huh. yeah. other situations too. Like, well, there's collaborative storytelling and there's role playing. Well, I think you can have a situation in which the story that you are going to tell is unknown to everybody, where everybody, where the players are all role playing characters, and there is an MC or a GM mm-hmm. that is responding to them with things that are happening from the environment around them. Sure. There is also other types of games that I've seen that are more of that, there's no GMs at all. We're all egalitarian. We're all just right. creating the story together. It's closer to um, Fiasco. Than and that's closer game. to Fiasco. Yeah, exactly. right. well, um, there's a facilitator in Fiasco right. rather than a GM. And so that is, yeah. that's, that's almost more... And that's basically more, the guy yes. that read the rule book. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's, that's almost more of a party game yeah. yes. with RPG elements yep. than an RPG. Right. And then there's the more... Uh, the traditional stuff I think has traditional role playing. I think has a lot to learn from, uh, like the new hippie games mm-hmm. and incorporating that. Are like, oh, I haven't thought of that before. I'm going to incorporate that into how I, I sure. run a game. Um, but I don't think any of them is any better than the other. I don't think either. I think no, it's. A, I, it's think I, I think it's a preference. But I think there is kind of I there is a, a split happening, and I think it's going to end up coming back together. Probably. Um, much like. I mean, the old school role role playing like movement has kind of the OSR people gone gone away, right? right. So, do you except for those that? nine yeah. people. Who the, uh, yeah. So the old school role playing was or, this idea when we had the whole plans. player yeah. agency bullshit mm. of like, there's you're role playing a character with all of your stats, or you're immersing yourself okay. in the game world. So it's you as a player, like. Fix the puzzle. And that was, yeah. that was the game. player yeah. skill versus character, character skill. skill. Yeah. Right. Right. And that debate was huge 10 years ago. Sure. And okay. now it's just kind of died out right. from what I can tell. I could be wrong. Kind of seems like there's that. Still, there's still, there, the OSR stuff still, there's still yeah. an OSR community. Oh, for sure. Stuff still they, but were just, like, they were popping up like yeah. left and right for a few years. Uh-huh. Right. It's like in, in first edition D&D, you... The, the you had no skills. There were no skills yeah. in the game. And so you had a 10-foot pole, and you would tap that 10-foot pole around anything <laughs> to see if a trap went off. Gotcha. And if you, the player, didn't tap the right thing and went up to, like, open the chest, you would blow up. Oh, because, okay. Because, oh, you screwed up. Right. And so... And it was, it, it was a game yeah. of player experience. Mm-hmm. 
determining what the what the characters are doing. Yeah, right. all right. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, Cuz I well, like I playing mean, characters with a different like yeah. mindset. Oh sure. I, right. I love puzzles. Explore that but stuff. I fucking yeah. I will fuck up in like a escape room, but I also <laughs> love playing big ass barbarians who are like, I'll punch a thing. Sure. <laughs> Let me know. Do but I punch the puzzle? But you yeah. what? Yes. Yes. Oh my god, we need to go. Get in the car. End the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have one right there. There's an escape room right there. When are we going? You can go right now. <laughs> no, I can't. We're still in the podcast. No, no. Go inside, and I'll just hold the doorknob. Oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> I think she's stronger than you, Stu. To be, to be, be honest. Maybe well, I'll give you a drink. You go inside, and there's no place to put the drink down, so you can't hit both doorknobs at the oh, same time. Oh, smart. There you go. That ah. would fucking stymie a drunk me. Just, what do I... When the boggards go into the r- to record... Many of them struggle getting in the door because they have they have to put their beer down, and n- it never occurs to many. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's oh still no, got beer in it. Right. What do I? I don't understand. Why would I put this down? <laughs> Perfect puzzle. Oh my god, that's hilarious. But I, I, I do think it, it is it is a, a, a preference of what or, yeah. or it, it's a it's a it's a question of why you play and what you're looking for mm-hmm. out of the game. And I think I, I, there are certainly games. So to, to me, the, the the like very collaborative sit down and we're all going to sort of discuss thing mm-hmm. is a lot like. Have you ever played out? What's it called? Is it Outbreak? What's the name of that game? It's a it's a cooperative board game where you're playing against pandemic. Oh, pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, pandemic. I helped. Yeah. That's the first time yeah. I think I've ever you've ever asked for the name of a game and <laughs> Tappy didn't immediately like I know it and here's how to play it. I'm so happy I was and able to help. It's a very it's <laughs> yeah. a very fun game. But if uh-huh. you're playing it with the wrong kind of players, you're just kind of doing what everyone else tells you to do. Oh, yeah. The you quarterback is yeah. so yeah. fucking strong. Yep. I played a Pandemic Legacy game, and that just brings out the worst quarterbacking tendencies <laughs> of whoever you play with. Right. <sighs> and, it, and, it, and it becomes like, well, I don't, I'm not really... I, now, now I know what the right thing to do is and what the most efficient thing to do, and I don't, it's like... I just kind of lost all my agency to play the game the way I want to yeah. play it. Yeah. Right. And... and but it, it it is the the game becomes about the discussion of the game, yeah, rather than the playing. Oh, of the agreed. Game. Do you right. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And the, I, I get the worst that. meeting is talking about talking about something. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I have I, I I've had that impression not with uh, not with PBTA games because PTD, PBTA games do have a GM and there mm-hmm. and the, the the GM definitely has more narrative control than everyone else does, but. More cooperative games. I'm trying to think, I, I've played a, a, a couple, but they, they they leave me a little unsatisfied because it's not. It, it's like we're all going to sit down and talk about what the story is going to be and create the story, yeah. rather than the story just organically happening. happening. Agreed. Yeah. Do you see what I'm? Do you yes. See what I'm I do, but I don't, oh boy, do I, I, don't, I! I get that. I don't know that that has for me. That doesn't have anything to do with the keeping a story a secret a secret and playing it at the table. That's a contributing factor to it, though. For you, or it, it, for see, me, I would it, rather it see like Tappy play a cool scene where his, like, I don't know, whatever, vampire game, where you're doing some vampire, you know, social political machinations, and you're doing it, and we're all just watching that scene. Like you're doing that scene with the GM with whatever NPC, and it's not something that our player characters have any knowledge of. I enjoy seeing that at the table and not having player char- character knowledge, but having player knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like my PC doesn't have to know, 
but I enjoy seeing like how badass you are at what you're doing, you know, in the as, game. As someone who has played a not insignificant amount of vampire mm-hmm. and done bullshit like that, I prefer it when other people don't know. Um, not just not that you yeah. yourself mm-hmm. would. It's like just knowing can change even just like the slightest amount like how much you engage with somebody or, oh, totally. or how you engage with that person. If you know that I am f- actively fucking your character over, you're like, my character doesn't know that. that but you also might just unconsciously yeah. not approach my character that and all the fucking time things. anyway. You know what my no, 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 I'm not talking about I'm not talking about you here. No, 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 I'm not I'm talking, talking about, about like, me either. Hypothetical characters. Right. Yeah. And I prefer to be caught unawares when holy shit someone has been screwing with me for the, the last entire yeah, exactly. um, one of the things um, uh, that Jen did uh, uh, my wife in um, a LARP is she was playing a uh, uh, fuck what do they called? I'm really bad with uh, names today the L5R? no 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 a vampire LARP Okay. And it's the people who can change. Uh, Tsumisi. Tsumisi. Oh, right? okay. So Tsumisi. she took something, some, yeah. somebody's eye. I don't know eye what you just said, but I heard me. And goes, and goes, all right, you're staked. You are now me. And you are going to do these things. And sent the person off as herself. And that person interacted with people yeah. and did a whole bunch of bullshit. That works so much well. So much well. So much yeah. better so much than well. you yourself going out there and saying, I look like that person. And then people have right. a different reaction yeah. to you. And so that that honest reaction, I just think is is better than the informed reaction, no matter how good of a role player you are. Well, there's always there's always the way that you're going to second guess. You're second guessing yourself because you, you you become more cognizant of the fact that you might be. I'm just saying that can happen anyway. It can. It can. It, sure. it just I've seen it happen, and I think it's usually unintentional. Or just people noticing that notes are passing and yeah. then start. Or everybody knows the mortal sex move is X and monster hurts, and you might avoid like the oh, consequences man. of yeah <laughs> getting totally turned on or yeah. <laughs> are you fucking I mean, kidding me? No, I just I think that can happen regardless. Like people understand what's on my character sheet or Abria's character sheet, or and that you you really I think most no. people or people we play with try not to meta, but it happens. It's just right. accidental sometimes. But there's the, the, that's part of the metagaming to me, especially with the people we play with, is almost never a concern. I totally me. agree. But my preference, I want to be in the dark until my character isn't in the dark. I mean, and that's yeah. just, it's just a personal preference. Oh, I agree. I want, my, I want to experience what my character is going to experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's one of the things I think that so many people have this allure towards ten candles. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're sitting in this dark room, and there's these ten candles, and mm-hmm. the room is getting dimmer and dimmer, right. and you physically burn the attributes your character mm-hmm. has as you use them. And it, be, it, it turns into this immersive experience that you wouldn't have if you were in full daylight and you're all sitting around. Accurate. And, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and Because there's an immersion part right. of it. And that immersion yeah. part of it is a very valuable, to me, is a very valuable part of And I think that's a really good thing that Ten Candles does because otherwise you're just talking about a story where you know everybody's going to die. Exactly. Right. And and so without that, and that's another one that's kind of more like a party game. Uh-huh. But that, that, that feeling of immersion as your characters and the horror of... Yeah. It it coming down, yeah, like you said, is really important. Yeah, and so, I mean, 
one of the things that I like about Carefree High, our Monster Hearts game, uh-huh. is like shit just goes sideways oh, constantly, always. just yeah. constantly. Yeah. A bunch of messy bitches. And it's I love it. it's great. And like the the last game, like how shit went sideways um, for me. I'm not going to go yeah. through it, and all, but it was it was like like there are a couple times I'm like ah ow okay I need to sit out for a little bit and uh-huh. deal with this. But if I had been told. Um, uh, by Mac, how her character was going to react to uh-huh. things, yeah, that's true. then I would not have had that An emotional like emotional response. recoil in the moment. So if, yeah. if I was informed of that internal dialogue yeah. that her character, oh, and that's had. a little bit different than what we're talking about with table but secrets. I, but right. I understand what you mean, yeah. like the randomizer that's either the dice or the other character's decision that you think you might anticipate. That's not what you anticipate. Yeah, there's actual real. Response mm. that can happen, right. absolutely, totally. But what were you going to say? Because you were saying that was kind of different than what we you thought. Oh no! We were I mean, I think like they're all kind of part of the same idea. Uh-huh. But yeah, just in general, table secrets are on the same. I I don't really have like a like a yeah. master point here. Just gotcha. they're they're a personal preference I I, thing. I'm good either I think it's way. I like when it's not heavy duty. Where it's yeah. I don't know. Like I don't care if there's some of that going on, but I would rather see... I guess I learn more as a player yeah. from playing with other people right. and um, kind of having that experience and seeing how that goes down. So I, I enjoy that aspect of the game. I really think using Slack or computers as a tool helps a lot. Oh, I It makes it a lot less it's yeah. just, and, and so it doesn't fuck with people and doesn't make people worry about what other people are doing or suspect what other people are doing yeah. or things like that. And I think that is the problem of sidebars. Like this person, like yeah. holding somebody away, and everybody going, "Hey, yeah. so yeah, right? I'm on my phone. I'm gonna play yeah. some yeah. stuff." And so, I think that's it's, a, it's a moderation problem. Yeah, like everything yeah. in moderation, or people yeah. will start to disengage with it. Yeah, like, I am term. I am bad at moderation. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's like it's a, a really fun good. button to hit, but like when you do it too much, like you lose the yeah. focus of everyone else at the table because you're like, well, I guess the only way to have my moment is to like also fall into this pattern. Exactly, and then the table becomes like. Non-communicative, exactly, and then that becomes a whole different game problem, right? So, and, I no, mean, that's and, a and, really and, good point. And, and I mean, there are some games, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, without having sidebars or some way to secretly communicate with the GM, because you're pl- you're all playing solitary predators, yeah, yeah, who are never meant to get along. Yeah, yet you've yeah. created a society where you're supposed to, right? Yeah, if this, yeah, if you're playing a base Camarilla game. Right, where it's there's a prince and everybody is trying to become the prince or just survive or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's that Elysium style game. Yeah, you have to, you have to have that because everybody is fucking each other over. And it would be really hard to not metagame that stuff. See, there's so many I, things you're gonna have trouble. There's there's gonna be so many cybers you're gonna have trouble. I don't keeping know. Track I played a year long Requiem campaign where we didn't. Uh, there weren't notes. There weren't sidebars. There weren't. It was just all on, at the table, and mm-hmm. it was. But I think it just depends, like you were well, saying. Yeah, I think there you know, are your perfect, mileage yeah. may vary, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I think they play both like super well in either direction, and it's just mm-hmm. a matter of like what's the makeup at your table. Like, do and you have one person that's just a little bit too thirsty, and you're like, all right. And, 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 what, and, what's, and what's, what's, what's your side, players yeah. are looking yeah. for? Yeah, because it's exactly. still. For me, in that game, because I could see where a big reveal. Uh, somebody in the chat room was asking too. Do you think there is? Um, do you think player big reveals of that nature tend to work out better than GM big reveals? 
Um, Mine worked out really well. Yeah. <laughs> well, because yep. maybe they're less, to your point, Tabby, maybe they're slightly less telegraphed. Because if you are kind of playing that on the down low. Yeah, I had to, you know? I had to hide things in here mm -hmm. like 45 minutes before and then like shoot the shit with you. And hoping that you didn't notice that I stashed something away. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. for our game? Yeah, for our game. Wow. Yeah. So good. Yeah. It's all good. I've had props since before we started playing that I haven't used yet. So are they stashed see. away here? Yeah, they are actually. What? <laughs> I'm going to really? find they them. They are. No, they're stashed in the room because I, I don't know when I'm going to need them. Is it the in, job in this room? In this room. Okay. Yeah, they're in this room. So you have stuff hidden in here too? I do. Yay! Nice. That's awesome. I'm about to fuck up this room. I'm going to find it all. <laughs> there are so many hidey holes. I'm so nosy. They're, this is why you have to really have tables are, to get to All right. Should we call I it? I can play site. Yeah. Sure. Are we not going to talk about what we're playing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Never get to. <laughs> yeah. Go. Talk about what you're playing. What are you playing, Abria? Um. So we have Gene X, which is our our Cortex Prime game. Yeah. And superheroes, and we've done our character generation for that, and it's very very fun, and I'm so excited to like cool. get in and figure out superpowers. And this awesome. is a, new, a pretty new system to me, so we play. Well, I think it's a very new system. I think it's oh yeah, it's like not out like yet. <laughs> yeah, beta or it's like a wait, Kickstarter just, preview wait, or something. It's, it's like a system? Kickstarter pre Cortex, it's Cortex Prime. It's, it's, it's a new Cortex. You know what Cortex is? Margaret Weiss Productions. Yeah. Right. Look at that. He's like, don't impugn my honor, <laughs> yeah. sir. I don't know. I, you've been a lo away for a long. I've time. I've been away for a long time. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, it's not, it's not out yeah. Yeah. And also BBT. I know. That's right. We just we made did character, character gen. Yes. Do you want to talk about your character? No, you go for it. Cool. You start. You start. Are you you start. No, you Because no one got to see your face while you made your character. Oh, I know. They were Let so cute. Let me tell you they about my like, character yeah. would be a great show that we should do, where people just go on and just like yeah. talk about their character. We have to drink a lot, though. It would not be great. It would not be great. Yeah, it would be good. I have a 17th level palette. No, you just have to do a bunch of like drunk history. There is a slam a whole bunch of there shots. Is I still want to do then, like people play fiasco and then other people act out the fiasco game. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I want that so fucking bad. <laughs> 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 I totally need to do that. Right? That, that fiasco game was ridiculous. It was no, so I, like it got away from us. So I was like, this is a nightmare, y'all. <laughs> it got away from you. There's, there's a reason midway through the tilt. Yeah, yeah. Fiasco. Yeah. That's they always get away. Yeah. 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 I think we should do the drunk history version of like we're all sitting around watching like the session one of whatever game. I'd be super down. Yeah. I still want to do then we're, commentary. We're commentating oh. about it. Yeah. It was like, oh my god. The actor's god, commentary of the game? Yeah. No, I'm like advocating for Kimmy. Like I want yeah. to figure out like is it such a low like yeah. low threshold. Crap. Yeah, like yeah. Just, right. it all can happen <laughs> across the internet tubes. Yeah. And no one has to be And anywhere, we all just sit down and we watch Someone like, just oh needs a, a volume yeah, knob right. for the audio of the of the AP yeah, and just turn it exactly. duck it yeah. when yeah. people need to. Have, have, have you ever seen the director's commentary for Total Recall? No. It's the most amazing Fucking goddamn thing phenomenal. in the entire world. Really? No shit. Yes. All it is is Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about exactly what is happening on the screen. Yeah. He's this is And then I stand yeah. up and I grab him by the back Shut of his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Now, have you ever seen the Criterion edition of This Is Spinal Tap? No. no. Yes. Is it different? I have. The Criterion I Edition got pulled because no one really knew who had the rights for it. And okay. someone who thought they had the rights sold it to Criterion to produce the Criterion Edition. Okay. I had to buy it on eBay for like $160. Damn. I'm a big Spinal Tap fan. Damn. It has David St. Hubbins, Nigel Tufnell, and Derek Smalls in character uh -huh. doing oh, a commentary shit. of no. the film. That's beautiful. <laughs> it is 
awesome. Can we watch it like I love now? <laughs> I, th- I, I actually, I Let's think. Let's get together for Fourth of July. And just yeah, yeah. I don't shit. know what happened to the DVD. I have mine. We'll find it again. Dear yeah. Deep Web, yeah. please send I don't us know that what file. To oh, sad. Yeah. But it is freaking hysterical. Oh my gosh! Have you seen the um, the commercials that Nigel Tufnell did for um, uh, National Geographic? No. Uh, they had a National Geographic had this new th- had this new thing for Stonehenge. And so they were interviewing him, and he's like, "So you you think that Stonehenge was made by thousands of people? No, no, it was one man, <laughs> Duncan, was Duncan. Man. I maybe I have seen that. He, I feel like I've the seen build that up, too. The builder of Stonehenge. <laughs> Amazing. Duncan the builder. So good. <coughs> Amazing. Sweet. I love that. I know that's uh, cool. We need to do those shows though. But yes. you you got a sweet character concept oh, to that game. I I mean... I, I think... No, you start! Like, okay, I told fine. you you had to go first. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to play uh, sort of a um, Bishop Haman's uh, Joan of Arc type, so like Holy Warrior mm-hmm. um, that has some magical ability. Um, but I think... No, I, by the way, I simplified the magic stuff. Yeah. I reduced the number of forces, the skills you need to take. Okay. So you you might be able to, you, oh, you may have two. I that can you learn can to ride now. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and you also because you have to pay to have. To I don't know how okay. horses are. If you want, uh, if you want different types of magic, you oh, have oh, to have. Oh. If you want different types of magic, you have to have the both. You have to have skill points in both of those. You, you well, your your dice pool is made up by your casting mm-hmm, attribute and right. the lowest of of the forces that you that that spell requires. Okay. So if you have okay. one thing at one and the other is at two, you're going to grab one die with your okay. dice. So it's okay. whatever the lowest skill level is. Okay. So but cool. I, I, what I did is I basically took a lot of the meta meta skills for the for magic, and I'm like, okay, these three things could just be one. These two things could just be one. So now that's like there's there's still like earth, air, fire, water, uh-huh. um, uh, spirit, and body. Nice. Those are the the elemental ones, and then there's like three or four manipulative ones, mm-hmm. and there's like three magic ones, and then that's it. So okay, I, I, I cut it about. Oh, I, okay. I cut the number of skills you you potentially might have to buy in half. Was that nice? The, was that yeah, because it was like, basic? all right, I have nine skills. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're probably yeah. gonna end up having like. Five. I, don't, yeah. I understand math and magic, and I don't know how a horse works. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I yeah. totally want there to be like a rain flesh spell now. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to learn that, please. <laughs> like, oh, everything gross and terrible. <laughs> like when you blow up, uh, like a, a, a rotting whale with dynamite. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just get like little chunks. <laughs> because, well, because like, oh, you can have fire rain. Oh, that would be terrible. And ice falling from the sky. That'd be awesome. Flesh rain. Flesh. Oh. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, I love the idea that all the spells are just based on what you know. And you're like, I wanted it to be normal rain, but I only—I don't have water. I have body. I'm so sorry. They're just crying. Like, yeah, I, I wish this was water. But I have to put out the fire. <laughs> I'll put it out with flesh. That's amazing. I want that very badly now. I think I want to be normal, but I only have the weird magics. I'm sorry. Oh wow, that's my lie. Well, that'll be kind of interesting because in the world that. Stu's created magic is still, you know, demonic, devil stuff. It's con- yeah, it's considered witchcraft. So, so both yeah. our characters <coughs> have magical ability. Yeah, that we will have to sort of rectify or like. Well, <laughs> just play on the. De- uh, they're secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just talked. Yeah, about that. So I'm excited. Secret. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm now imagining all elemental spells I've ever thought of as flesh spells, like a <coughs> flesh ball. Oh, right. No. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, it's a Macy spell. Mm-hmm. All the flesh. And so it's like flesh wow. ball and explodes. Oh, flesh ball. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or like so flesh wall. Yucky. Flesh to stone. Yeah, the wall stone to flesh. flesh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just flesh to flesh. Flesh to flesh. Oh. And tomorrow we have stone to yeah. Well, do you want to talk about your BBT character? First? <laughs> okay, so my BBT character, totally character very concept. briefly, is yeah. a Andalusian mage. So uh, she's a she's a Spanish Moor, and is uh, Islamic, and kind of interacts <coughs> with this very like interesting alternate universe, uh, like Europe, in like the Flanders area. It's really fun. Yeah, wow. I like it. You're in Flanders. Yeah. Stupid sexy Flanders. Stupid yeah. Sexy Flanders, <laughs> Flanders so I'm in you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's fun. We that's might. really exciting. Heidi ho. That's, that's going to be a good like, time. Like, I minded that's in a, history. I'm very excited to be like, I know a little bit about Flanders. Yay. Let's do this. <laughs> I like yeah. that. And we named and, the city onions and, the first day. Uh, <laughs> Stork and Samantha's characters are both Norsemen. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. yeah, I saw that. I Stork? like that we just didn't make this easy for yeah. you. We're like, where? What do you have less information about? Yeah. Super that, South and Super North. We choose that. I still put you guys where <laughs> I have information, <laughs> which is good. That's yeah. why I was like, okay, enjo- I enjoyed the the religious thing last time, so I'm like, I'm gonna go totally yeah. religious, yeah. dude. But right. I, I was like, I guess I'll play a native peoples. Mm. Nice. Someone had to. So <laughs> <you> refused <laughs> to. Yeah. yeah. Or else you could have you could have um, uh, played one of the like. I was gonna play uh, Celt. I was thinking, I was thinking uh, horse nomads from oh. way east, but they're still Muslim, like the Western Chinese Muslims. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Horse no- That's awesome. So you guys be like, we're the Muslims. And yeah. then like the Norsemen are like, we're not Christian either. And like, cool, everybody else here Well, is. yeah, I mean, the Norsemen are like, oh, you guys are mages? Cool. Yeah, they're okay. super <laughs> chill. I fucking love they're it. They're not going to care. Yeah. yeah. Within it's the party, there won't be, there doesn't, there doesn't need to be any yeah. secrets within the party in the game want, because, yeah. because of the makeup of it. But I, I really want it. Sam to have a two-handed, like, double-headed axe that can <coughs> split into Ooh, two one-handed axes. That would yeah. be so good. Oh, we got to make her cool oh, axe. Bum, 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 Well, because she wanted to dual wield. Yeah. She wanted to be. I don't know if she ended up doing it or not. Yeah, or if she did two-handed. Or, or if she had shield. Because that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Shield and axe is also good. Yeah. yeah. Use your axe yeah. as a shield and well, it's sure. fine. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about ShadowCon too. Yeah, so tomorrow, yeah, Brianna so and I get to play in our uh, our final session of I've been Tears. waiting like a month to finish. I know. I just, I what, are, what are you playing? Tears and Kisses in the Rain. Okay, all right. Cyberpunk Has it been a month fable. already? It's Well, it's been three it's weeks. Like three weeks. Okay. Yeah, it feels like forever. Oh God, three, three weeks. weeks. Three, three weeks like is so long. Forever. And we it's ended. So like, you should, y'all should you check that monster. out. monster. Yeah, I know. No, it was, <sighs> so was kind of, e- there was, like, Our characters touch happened. butts. So yeah. go watch the last one if you want to see our characters touch butts. Yeah. Happen. Now, is it, it, yeah, is, there it was, a, is it a PPT? PPT when you say touch butts, what do you mean? It means our butts were naked and they touched we each other. Kink- we got all kinky. We Scissor me timbers. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and her character is this awesome... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's the greatest thing. Yeah. Uh, a, oh, go ahead. No, no, Abria broke me with that, like, like a month ago. Yeah. Where she was you like, Scissor me timbers, and I was so dying. Well. <laughs> so well, and I'm glad to, like, pass it on to you. But yeah, my character is, like, this revolutionary firebrand um, that, like... I think it's really fun that, like, by the end of that session, she was as bad as, like, as the the. It was freaking awesome. Like graphite, like it's mm-hmm. it was very good and fun. No, and that's what that's what I've enjoyed about playing that game. Uh, I fucking love many Nike. times 
is yeah is just the your characters end up going in places you really don't anticipate right? because I don't know god how you ended the last episode just go watch it no spoilers but it's yeah. real good yeah everybody was howling at the table so it's like a mini camp it's a, like a three Three we I session. wish we are only doing two. I wish we were gonna do oh, three, yeah. but yeah, we might have to revisit it at some point. But yes, it's um, very, but very yeah, good. so we we play that tomorrow. So yeah, that's pretty fun. So yeah. Yeah. is it five? five PM? Uh, it's at five. Yeah, five. I was like, oh my god, Watch yeah, it's it. at five. It's gonna be playing at five, and then what happens on Monday, Taffy? And then on <laughs> Monday we are finally yeah. <laughs> playing Carefree High again, Huzzah! which has also been three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah, and that's the longest time in known in the human universe. Oh, it is. It is the longest time anyone could ever think of. And <laughs> yeah, I so, hope it doesn't happen again. It was so long. It's so oh, long man. times. Even even every other week is too long. I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so we are playing Carefree High again. If you want to see. Horrible things done by horrible people. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, we're not terrible. We're, we're not terrible, but terrible. just like actually, we're not terrible. No, we're not terrible. Everybody, all actually everybody's nobody. actually like been really sweet. Yeah, yeah. Just terrible things happen. Terrible things happen. Yeah. And then two weeks after that Monday, there's going to be a guest character. Right. I will be terrible. <laughs> I'm just there to wreck shop. Awesome. Like what? Y'all are so fucking gentle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like the one and done Do is just think? so liberating to be like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Put a little little delayed fireball. It just good luck. Well, and uh, Sunday Flesh ball. <laughs> Flesh ball. Yes. Well played. Ah, uh, sorry, good. Oh, you're currently Flesh Sunday, ball. Sunday, right? Uh-huh. Hold on. <laughs> Your Sunday game. Uh, L five R. Yeah. Third session. Yeah. Third session. L five R. So. Where I don't the, know how doing our the party will figure out how they're going to steal something mm-hmm. without losing honor. Oh, oh, good wow. luck. But Is it will, stealing honor heist? Something oh. that would make you lose and honor? That's, uh, uh, Stork, Kimmy, and Jim. Stork, Kimmy, right. Jim, and Kadave. And Kadave. Excuse me, you have to warn me when there's like shit at the bottom of this can. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, there's bowl. a choke hazard in there. Yeah, yeah. what the oh, fuck is this? I've been like drinking the whole time. Like, there's just some nonsense. It's filled with nitrogen. Yeah. When you open the can, it that's releases the nitrogen. That's why it's so it's foamy. The, it's yeah. the so tip creamy. Of some guy's finger. It changes the mouthfeel of the beer. Yeah, yeah. It's if you've ever had I like Guinness, thing today. if you've ever had Guinness that's pushed with nitrogen rather than CO two, mm. it, it oh it, yeah, it, it's almost like someone mixed the Guinness with heavy cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It has an entirely this different is why it's yeah. so creamy and delicious. That's so yeah. good. I'm playing my first online job, for reals online online game. What's too. your for reals um, online online game with tomes and heavy metal jazz? Tomes and jazz. Yes. Jess, I love you more than everyone else. I love Jess. <laughs> I love Jess so much. Now, do you mean you love her more than mm. anyone else, or you love her more than anyone else loves her? Both! It's totally okay. right. to me. Sorry, I claimed dibs on Jess forever ago, and I just have to reassert my... What? Oh, I love her. Uh, just don't do spraying things on her or anything like that. Spraying to do that. Huh? Spraying. Like, you know... I like, won't like spray marking? you with my mask. Yeah, like a like cat marking? or something. Like, yeah. Yeah. So wait, do you like, like the same type of music that Kevin She doesn't go in for that. What kind of music does she like? And I have no that. way of and knowing. If you, really, <laughs> if you really loved her, you would know. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm assuming it's heavy fucking metal, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Pop, I don't fucking judge. We're good. I'm a little We're drunk play, now. Uh, well, your, your deadpan is... Oh, fucking balls on. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was very hard because I have to pee super bad. <laughs> and like, I could sit here forever with you guys on the podcast, but like, I will piddle in a minute. <laughs> and 
the show. That's okay. We'll You're come back to talk to you for like 10 more minutes. Show. We can't end the One show. The oh, and there's a JackerCon going on, right? Jacker is that con. happening already? Still happening? Still yeah, happening? I, I saw no, somebody I say, also, JackerCon update. Last oh. night, <coughs> I played... And uh, this is Chum saying he played the final girl with Kurt Potts and Lokio. Okay. Oh, wow, the, the final girl sounds fun. like a game I never so ever Jacker play. So JackerCon, y'all. Yeah. yeah. JackerCon still going? JackerCon.com. Yeah. JackerCon. Get your JackerCon on. Get All right. It. Yeah. I'm going to end this. All right. I love you. What? Thank you for joining us for season 22, episode 5? <laughs> 5? Five? Five? Uh, happy Five. to be starting your podcast. My name is Stu. My name is Gina. I'm Tappy. I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Pee Pee. This guy asked me if I My name's Abria. It's fine. Shadow Con to your mother. You have to clean this up. <laughs> no, it's a plastic it's in chair. Your home. I have a mop. I have dogs. I'll I have a mop. I have a mop. I And then yeah, L5R fine. on Sunday and, and Monster, Monster Hearts, Hearts on Sunday. Monday. Monday. Thank you very much. We'll leave with a song. And a calendar. And a postpipe. Hero has find the fatal savage world. Evil must be usurping. Though we could do with less burping. Happy Jack's podcast will be. Trusses go and the timbers creaked and sag overhead. Like the worst nightmarish dream, I saw the darkest blackest scene, and I knew then that soon I would be dead. People think me suicidal, but the boss man has a bridle and he holds it with a grip, both cruel and rough. For me, children and me, wife, I risk my lungs, my soul, my life. For the boss man, he pays me just enough. Keep your pity to yourself, basking your mega lots of wealth. Think nothing of a love that's been so wise. See me right there on the news, enduring endless interviews. While I wait here for the good air to expire. Oh, my labor burns a fire, sending power down that wire. So that you and yours in comfort won't complain. While the smoke it billows black from those tall satanic stacks While I work here in conditions inhumane But it's you who's cruel and mean with your gigantic plasma screen Your conspicuous consumption drives me here Behind your picket fence as your porch light burns intense You know nothing of our plight, our pain, our fear Keep your pity to yourself, bask in your megawatts of wealth. Think nothing of the blood that feeds the wild. See me right there on the news, enduring endless interviews. While I wait here for the good air to expire.
Washington, they cry that something must be done for the poor old souls to keep us safe and well. Overhead private jets, they ain't done nothing for us yet as we toil in a blackened city hell. I hear workers overhead trying to reach us for we're dead, but those poor old souls more widows may create. And they work through night and day to find the air gap where we lay. Families will have something to cremate. Keep your pity to yourself, bask in your mega wants of wealth. Think nothing of the love that feeds our wine. See me right there on the news, enduring endless interviews. Why wait here for the good air to expire? Keep your pity to yourself, bask in your mega wants of wealth. Think nothing of the blood that feeds our wine. The preceding program has been a presentation of the Angry Folk Media Empire. Bum, 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 bum.